0: It's The Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. You should know by now that every weekday on Rock 106.9, it is the double payday workday. Ten after each hour, you get hooked up with... $1,000. $1,000. I'm joined every weekday morning by Matthew Fantone. How are you, buddy?
0: Uh, actually, I'm feeling a little surly this morning. I'm feeling a little bit I don't know. I just kind of have like a chip on my shoulder. Or Is something. that right? Yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit like meh nah, to the world right now. Nah, nah,
1: nah. I'm ready to go. Oh, Good. Okay. Well Good. And uh, I believe we are going to have an excellent program. I this like morning.
0: it. Optimism through the
1: roof. No, I believe we are. Good. And as much grief as I have been known in the history of this product, yeah. to give my boss a lot. A lot. A lot. And he deserves probably eighty percent of what I've given him.
0: Everybody thinks their boss is an idiot. Everybody, including the Santa, <laughs> including <laughs> you us, know, you know.
1: Wrote the book on it. But he may be an evil genius. Okay. 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 So I come into work this morning and I open up my corporate email We're and he's say. on me about something. All right. Okay. But in the end, ultimately he's right about it. Okay. So he's kind of on me about something, and he has written the email in just that perfect dick fashion as only he can.
0: Where he's being a dick but he's not being a dick. Exactly. Like if you took this to somebody else at like third party. What are you talking about? No, It's an email. Th- this is perfectly email.
1: acceptable but in print. If
0: you know our but boss. But if you
1: know him. And you
0: know his tones and you know who he is. He's yes. got his
1: just like mitts and like just, just sticking me in the side. And those chubby jowls
0: just shaking and yeah. just typing out his fingers all
1: angry. And he's on me about it and ultimately he's right but it makes me want to prove him wrong. Mm-hmm. And he knows that and so he's motivating me me this way, and it's going to happen. We're going to end up having a good product, because I'm going to be like, oh, yeah? Watch, I can do that. Man, screw you. Can't tell you what he's on me about. Of course. But, uh, but of yeah. Course. Oh, it's, uh, behind the scenes stuff so there. It, it was one of those things where I read it, and I got, like, furious about it when I got in. Because, I, dude, I, I was really early this morning, right. the whole thing, and I got in, and I read it, and I was furious this morning. And then I, then I had a few minutes to relax. I was like, you know what? Ultimately, at the end of the day, he is correct in what he is saying. And so, like, okay, this is one of those moments where it's like, all right, yeah, he's right about this, so I have to do it. Right. And he doesn't think I'll be able to. And you just watched... Fatty, probably, <laughs> Just
0: watch. probably one of those things where it's not so much what you're saying, it's how you're saying it. Um, but, dude, I guess you know that's life with a boss, right? I mean, Absolutely. I think I think everybody driving to work right now is like, yeah, me too, Stansberry, me too. I Absolutely. have a question for you, uh, and, okay. and you got here early. Yes. Um, you uh, you 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 were, you're were in the building before me. Yeah. And I know you've considered yourself the Jimmy Johnson of using the backup camera. Yeah. But dude, you are like on the other side of the parking lot over by the dumpster. Why are you parking so far away? What's I had going some on with you? I had
1: some things in the car. Okay. This morning, and I wanted to throw them in the dumpster Oh, okay, okay and so i okay. just parked over there threw him in the dumpster ah. and then i just walked into the building I was, yeah i was like dude is this
0: is, is he like is you know how um when you used to smoke weed in your car like we're driving around getting high smoking he's talking lunch. to all of you well, not necessarily well, me I, not in the car you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. like so it, it, it just it seemed to me i'm like dude is he what is he doing like is he a 16 year old trying to no. hide from him? No? No? no 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 no. i just okay. you know
1: i had a few things I you know in the cup holder i was like okay. get this stuff out of okay. here because, you know, I just bought the new car from Wakeham, Right. And so, like, I can't, you know, I can't have things in the car. You no, know what I mean? got to no, throw can't. them out. No, you
0: has got to stay on top of things. Though.
1: Absolutely. No, just making sure we're keeping it cleaned <laughs> up. Plus, you know, a few <laughs> extra steps to the building probably not going to do my chubby ass any harm. You were, like, under the lamp, and I'm like, why is he parked
0: there? <laughs> like, such a weird place to be. But if you were using the dumpster, okay. Yeah, I, I was just it. throwing I, some I, things I, out.
1: I, so why you all surly? What's going I on with you? I don't know.
0: I don't know. I think at least partially... <clears throat> Um, partially uh, the email, you read the was, same you know, email, you know, and obviously we had the same argument with each other and the <laughs> right. same like, no, screw you. No, screw you. And at the end of the day, you and I are on the same side, but we're yelling at yeah, each yelling other at each for other. some reason. Right. Um, and, and, and honestly, dude, uh, there's a little bit of me, I think that has a bit of an attitude right now as a Cavaliers fan. And I am so happy and it's just mind boggling to me to say this. I'm just so happy that regular season is over. I feel like, all right, dude, you've at least been able to like wash away like the, the, the post-championship slump, and now it's do-or-die time. Now it's time for them to actually like, put their money where their mouth is. And, and, and uh, honestly, like, I can understand why so many people right now have some serious, serious concern when it comes to the Cavaliers.
1: Yeah, the thing is, is I, and I've been one of these people, I totally have major concern about their chance to win the championship right. this year. But the LeBron is the, like the human version of the X-Factor. He is just the X factor. He might just take this thing all over like he did last NBA finals, put it on his back and win it and look at everybody go, "Really?" When oh, will yeah. you guys 14 years when you're going to learn to shut your mouth? You know, he obviously might,
0: obviously he there's been so many <clears throat> there's been so many um well, no team has had a losing record after the All Star break and won an NBA championship. No team has been this bad at defense. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, dude, LeBron has proven time and time and time again you can throw those things at him. You can throw the three and one. You can throw all those different. You know, and he'll, dude, he'll come over and and, and 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 win a championship on you. So, like, I fingers crossed here. I've said it a million times. I don't view my sports teams as championship or you're a loser. Um, but, dude, for the for the sake of the Cavaliers and for the sake of LeBron's legacy and the general.
1: Public's view of him. Man, oh man, I hope they get it together starting on Saturday. Andrew tweeting in, saying, whose body are you hiding in the dumpster? That'd be my bosses. <laughs> and Chris wants to know, did I find more popcorn in the car? No, I did not. It was just a bottle, a couple of bottles of water from the other day. Had to get him out of there. there no go. better way to start Thursday than by being $1,000 richer. Let's get you hooked up right now.
0: Very Show. Uh-oh. On Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Just got somebody hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 106.9's Double Payday Workday. Your next opportunity, seven ten on the Stansbury Show. You now, Fantone was saying before the break, he's a little, uh, little worried about the Cavaliers. Here's the thing. They are going to the playoffs, obviously. Yeah. And you can win your way into every home game. You go as far as the Cavs go. So if they make it all the way to the finals, you get finals tickets, too. All you gotta do to enter is go to wrqk.com slash Cavs. And I stand firm too. I I genuinely believe that
0: they will make it to the uh, to the to the NBA finals. They're in the finals, you say? Yeah. I I, I mean, okay. they're they're hands down the most talented talented hard to argue that team. I guess. They're hands down the most talented team in the East. There's no question about it. You got the Boston won a game extra in a seven game series, dude. And when everything starts over at zero zero, like it's going to be the Cavaliers representing the Eastern Conference uh, in in the NBA finals, but. Be interesting to see what happens, I guess. Fingers crossed.
1: You know, I hear people make arguments for Washington. Well, any I mean, that you know that they could give Cleveland fits. I don't. I I, I think honestly, yes. Come playoff time, LeBron will go into like playoff mode, and I think they make the finals. I'm not sure they win the championship, but honestly, you won a championship last year. If you get to the finals this year, I can't necessarily
0: knock you for that. Three championship runs in a row, that would be. Three consecutive Cleveland, you know, being in in the finals, I don't know how as a fan you couldn't be satisfied with that. if Josh
1: McCown took us to three AFC championship games, there'd be a statue of that. We talked about it
0: yesterday, and these are the same fans who say, oh, the Bills in the 90s sucked. They sucked. Worst team ever. They sucked. Oh, they couldn't get it done. They sucked. Charles Parks Sucks Dan Marino sucks. Okay, all
1: right, bye. It's it's okay. the thing where hyperbole comes in when people speak, where they just kind of dislike something, and now because they're having a conversation, they it like the word becomes hate versus I'm not crazy about that. You know what I mean? It's kind of how that happens. You know, people just and they do they just like to hate on things.
0: Well, and uh, um, you know, LeBron is a magnet for haters at the end he of the is. day. He for is for sure. He is and a little bit of it's self imposed. I was gonna you know, say okay, I'm I'm gonna, gonna, yes, as long gonna, as
1: we're willing to admit that some of it he does bring I, on. I'm himself. not gonna deny that. but as anybody,
0: guys, a lightning rod uh, of haters. Dude, just just. Constantly, just well, greatness will him. do that, right? And I mean, at greatness top of the, mountain, does that. the top of the mountain
1: is a lonely place to be. So, I mean, dude, outside of Boston, people hate Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, greatness yeah. will do that, yeah. absolutely. You know what? Uh, you know who's great, though? Oh, by the way, who, who doesn't not great. get a lot of hate? Who is is great. Mike from Busman That dude's pretty great. Yeah,
0: Mike from Busman he's pretty he great. great,
1: dude. Do you know uh, that? Lots of music festival actually kicks off this evening, and you get green jelly at Buzzman tonight, <laughs> excellent. seven o'clock. Yeah, yeah, excellent. I'm excellent. gonna swing by that. I'm pretty sure. That um, sounds like a good idea.
0: Yeah, you know, we've well, we've obviously a little late tomorrow. He sang the praises of uh, Mike from Buzzbin yeah, num- numerous. numerous times. I yeah. mean, the uh, the proprietor of uh, Culture Coffee Company, uh, the owner of Buzzbin, and uh, honestly, the fact that he's starting to bring in, what do I want to say? I've always loved Buzzbin because seven nights a week, it's live music. You can go down there and see a band, but for the longest time I lived in Canton, it was like, well, I'll just go see a band. Who knows what I'm right. getting myself into? I don't know if this band is going to be halfway decent or halfway awful, and there's beauty in that because sometimes you'd find that hidden gem. I have found multiple y- hidden y- gems y- in y- know, yeah But then some Sometimes it was like, God, dude, this band sucks. But if Mike's going to start on a consistent basis, bringing these national backs in, bringing in groups like Acoustic Hookah yeah. and Green Jelly, and like you know, making 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 downtown Canton an actual concert spot as opposed to somewhere where there's just live music, I support that 100, dude.
1: I feel like downtown you can always smell from a few miles away, but tomorrow with Acoustic Hookah you oh, definitely yeah. will be able to oh, smell yeah. from a few. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, but they're good, man, and they draw. Acoustic Hugo will draw. Like, that'll be a busy show, but tonight is Green Jelly. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm going to have to at least walk down there and take a swing by that, maybe check out a little bit of it. So lots of music festival going on, but more importantly than that, bearing the lead, I am. Yeah. As I'm pretty sure I'm going to go back to college. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, going to be a scholar. Okay. Now, because this is where all the good times are happening.
0: Stansberry, you, you know, what know, I mean, I, I
1: feel like I'm missing out on the good times. I know
0: there's a little bit of joke that's coming out in there, there, but deep down inside, dude, you have, I think, an issue with yourself that you don't have a college education and that you feel like a little bit less than, and you feel like that you probably were smart enough to do this, but you decided not to, and I yeah. feel like you kind of carry like guilt over that.
1: Yeah, I do. It's coming up numerous times on this show. We'll yeah. talk
0: something about college, and Stansberry will be like, "Yeah, I'm an okay. idiot. I
1: suck I'm terrible." Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> that's a very real thing. Okay. Um, I see friends of mine who have them, and I'm like, yeah, I'm smarter than you. Yeah, and that bothers me. I'm yeah. sure you deal with that too. I'm sure you're smarter than like what? Yes. probably ninety percent of your friends. <laughs> I would. I don't know if I would say ninety percent. I but, would. I've uh, met. I've met a handful. Um, I, I would. I, I will say, of
0: course, that's a frustrating thing. Um, but I don't think I put as much. I, I still view myself as intelligent. I don't think like, oh, they're smarter than me, or they're, you know,
1: it's not that I don't view myself as a intelligent as them but it is an accomplishment that they have that i don't and i don't necessarily i don't hate them for it or whatever it's just a little like dude why didn't you do that and if i'm going to be 100 honest about this it is something that i saw my dad do as an adult yeah like I went to yeah. his college graduation yeah. because he, you know what I mean. Like he always wanted to do it, right. and then you know he found time near the end of his life to kind of get it done because he always wanted to do it. So there's a little bit of like, well, dude, if he found time to do that with a very similar job in the sense that you know it's you know about delivering message and constantly reading and all that, where you have the time in the afternoon to kind of do right. it. Why aren't you doing? And,
0: it? And I mean, obviously, you know, your dad had two kids and a wife and all you know, a whole a whole other try like, telling him a whole other a whole other life that right. kind of you know. Sure. Sure. Was playing against them where you you know have a free and open day and a
1: golf addiction I, I, yeah that's I, all I got I, I I
0: will say for us you know at least you and I we both picked a job where college degree necessarily doesn't matter you barely need a high school diploma I mean you don't you can be working for a dude in this industry with a GED just as likely as you are to be working for that's a that's the weird thing about degree. this business yeah it is
1: you can have a master's and somebody could have a GED and the GED could be in charge of the person who has the master's.
0: now when I've 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 either lost my job in radio or whatever the case might be start looking for another job and like I start looking at like quote unquote real world jobs, that's when I'm like, God damn dude, I need a college degree. Right. Like 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 when I'm applying for these jobs and these are kind of my career jobs, I'm like, oh dude, whatever. But anytime I start to like flirt with that idea in my head of like, oh dude, well
1: that's to kind of, do something else. Oof. That's why I want it. Because I I don't like the way radio radio stations negotiate with their talent. No, they're terrible. They they know we got you. And so we're going to screw you over Mm -hmm. at every turn. And you're just going to take it and you're going to smile. Sign this contract, idiot. I feel limited. (laughs) Had I had... Right, exactly. In the middle of a commercial break. Sign this right now. Right now. Like, that's not the definition of duress. But, like, I'm, my boss would be shocked to find out I know what that word means. But, like, ultimately, it is one of those situations where it's a bargaining chip against them where it's like, dude, I'll just go get a job. Sure, sure. I'll just go screw you. I'll go get a job. Now, this isn't anywhere near where I was going with this. This was <laughs> totally a joke because the South Carolina College, Coastal Carolina University, I believe is the name of this school, is in some trouble. And apparently, they had to suspend an entire cheerleading squad, like all of them. And apparently, what had happened is back in March, an anonymous letter was sent to the entire university, and it said that the girls, the cheerleaders, were working for escort services. They were paid between $100 and $1,500 per day (laughs) when this information starts coming out. How is that $100 girl going to feel standing next Awful. to the fifty dollars girl? Right now, everybody knows in the world of escorts and prostitutes, there's definitely a sliding scale on what people will pay. Yes, for sure. And, I
0: mean, obviously, you know, a, 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 a hooker walking down Rex is going to offer a different price than a high-end call girl. Who's, Where exactly you know, is Rex? You keep has, saying it. Yeah, you'll, you'll know when you're there. You'll figure it out quickly. <laughs> um, yes, there's a sliding scale, but I would think that – I mean, obviously, a, a, or a, a college cheerleader um, is probably a pretty attractive young lady. I mean, that's oh, a pretty, God, yeah. pretty, pretty safe assumption there. So I'm surprised that anything was happening on that lower end. I mean, I'm not saying every girl was worth
1: 1500 but you think like a $500 starting point would have been where you were at. They're this. trying to make the claim that nobody was having sex, that they were just like escorting dudes to dates. Now, that does happen. There are, you know, there are women who would just get paid to go and be on your arm at dinner, like that does. Certain people, oh. like for escort, that is the case. Now, that's because
0: if, you didn't pay all as much, like right? That's, I'm, that's
1: th- that I'm is. guessing that's the point. Is yeah. that I could see a girl being paid a hundred dollars to be your date for a night oh, okay. to go to, to go to dinner, but oh, if okay. you got paid fifteen hundred, you're probably having sex. Uh, okay, all right, right, all right. I mean, I just couldn't imagine. Like, I understand how a guy, like, let's say, dude, a guy in, like, like a competitive business, right? And there's, like, a work party. Sure. And you don't want to look like you don't have the date. I sure. can understand a guy paying some girl 200 bucks. Just be like, dude, just go to this thing right. with me. And I'm not trying to have sex with you. Just go to this thing with me. Make me look cool in front of my work friends. And then you go home at the end of the night. Everybody ends as friends. You make a little bit of money and probably eat. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I get that. Right? I totally understand that. But, like, I, I don't... <sighs> $1,500? It's a lot, but you're looking at that from the perspective
0: of like how much money you have right now, how much money I have right now. Not a lot, um, but if you were a successful, you know,
1: dude, I gotta tell you, the best jokes we have are <laughs> how broke we are, and dude, they're funny, but they're starting to hurt, dude. Um,
0: it, you know, if if you were somebody who is making half a million dollars a year, that obviously changes your entire perspective of like, well, how much money could I spend on something like that? 150 bucks to use, like, okay, well, yeah, I got 150 extra bucks, you know, multiply your salary by 10 and all of a sudden you're like, okay, I got an extra 1500 bucks.
1: Alright. I mean, yeah, I guess right. if I got a budget hookers into it.
0: Uh, right. Well, and I mean, you know, I guess that's a part of any uh, Well, by know. 50 I do, right? Because well, I, I keep saying. saying. You
1: better start uh, You better start working on that. They don't have coupons there. You know, I, I I'm, I'm already reading people say, you know, how could they suspend these girls? Because you sign a piece of paper when doing an extracurricular for a university much like a football player, much like a basketball player that says you right. will hold to a moral code. Yeah. And guess what breaks a moral code? W- Stripping as they were doing, because this is near Myrtle Beach. Okay. So, you know, what was happening. These girls oh. were stripping on the side putting themselves through college and don't judge them because God knows a bunch of people do it. Right. Well, dude, and and, and, and there you are. Throwing we need dollars. weather girls,
0: dude. There you are throwing dollars and judging her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, lonely 43 year old man. Sure. Here's the
1: thing. I'm paying to judge her at that point. I'm not doing it from my iPhone. I mean, obviously, you know,
0: yes, uh, hot college girls have been stripping to get their way through college and obviously cheerleaders w- would be a part of that. I wonder if you were just a, 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 a average student and you got busted in a prostitution ring? Would they be able to suspend you from school? Yeah, because it's illegal. Prostitution's illegal. Sure, sure. But like, if you get arrested for a DUI, do they throw you out of school? Do they? Do they? If you get arrested for drugs, do they throw you out of school? I bet. Oh, all for all drugs, cam- I bet they do. On Campus? If you get arrested with weed,
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, uh, yeah, I
0: don't. I don't think so. Well, I think
1: where this is different is some of the students were paying for these dates. So now you're affecting the well, student body, and if it's so on campus, there, if it's yeah. on
0: campus, and if obviously if it was like a I don't want to say a sanctioned club event, but obviously if there was some sort of you know like hey we're all doing this, well then we're getting into a different in territory. But it does feel kind of like well what does this have to do with me being a student there? If you want to take away the privilege of me being a, a cheerleader, cheerleader, that's imbalanced. fine. But like can you take well, away me being a student?
1: In the bigger picture, I would always argue: let's not take somebody's education away from them from a, from a mistake where nobody but, was harmed.
0: Yes, yes. Well, I guess we can get into the debate of of of, of the harm that comes from prostitution. But I, I mm. but I guess it's you don't take anyone's education away from them. But it's not your right to go to Coastal Carolina. It's not like that's you know. Oh well, you have to allow everybody here. Kind of <laughs> Car- sounds
1: like last stop. You Coastal Carolina has you
0: know? the option to uh to
1: not have you as a student. So, so. I read this at a news site online, obviously, right? That's how we find what we're going to talk about on the program. And I read one of these comments, and it just felt like a kick in the balls. Listen to this. I thought we were no longer allowed to judge what women did with their bodies. If a woman can gut her vajayjay like a carp to get rid of a a human being, why can't she do push-ups on a cucumber? Dude, that's who's out there. Yes. Now if you <laughs> what take But I mean like I'm terrified to live on
0: a planet with that dude. If you take away the the, the harshness of his statement, I mean does he have a point?
1: Well, yeah, everybody's got a point. Doesn't mean I want to listen to it or you know expand on it. it you know, if,
0: if 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 this goes back to, and we've said this a million times on this show, where like if you really do want the 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 quote unquote like sex slave aspect out of prostitution, legalize, legalize it. it, dude, legalize. That's it. That's what fixes and it then, too. Sunlight is the best disinfectant. And then you have, and then you have an avenue for women who are in that situation, being forced into that situation against their will. They have an avenue to get out of it. Where now it's just like you know, no. You're a hooker. That's you know. That's what your title is. That's who you are. Nobody cares if you get raped. Nobody cares if you get beat. Nobody cares if, if, if your pimp shooting drugs into your arm to keep you around. Nobody cares about any of that. Where if you really want to get a, you know uh, it, it legalization would be the way to, to bring it you know, out. Bring it let out. everybody do okay, it. Bring them out. Let's get off Rex Avenue, girls. Come on. We'll, we'll welcome you in North Canton.
1: Little little souther of downtown, maybe. <laughs> little little souther. More stands Show right around the corner. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Ray Show. Rock 106.9. Win yourself a $1,000 with Rock 106.9's double payday workday. That happens seven ten on the Ray Show.
0: That'd be nice, dude. Getting paid to listen to the Ray Show. 1000 bucks. Nice. Going to do it
1: anyway. Might as well yeah. make some money doing it. Yeah. You can also win your way into every Cavs home game for the playoffs and the NBA finals. You go as far as the Cavs go. It's the Cavs postseason pass. You can pick that up. WRQK.com slash Cavs.
0: I want to throw a shout out to a listener and a tweeter of the show, uh, Jay White, who on a regular basis I disagree with, and, and me and him have very, uh, very vocally, you know, voiced that that disagreement with each other. Uh, but he's all in with the Cavaliers, and I feel like a renewed sense of optimism. I'm like, dude, if Jay White's in, you know what? I'm all in, baby.
1: Literally every other day, you think that guy's wrong about everything. <laughs> well, dude, it's somehow but or another. You want him to be right about this. Somehow or another. So now you have made it to where he is right about that.
0: I'm, I'm just saying. I feel like I feel like if 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 Jay White and Fantone can come together with the cast, I feel like the entire world should be able to.
1: Might be able to clear up this whole Syria thing with just LeBron. And we're getting a lot of credit for that Black Sabbath song. That was actually us. Yeah. There have been some updates to yeah. Rock 106.9, but we kind of needed to make an audible call there, so we chose that one. That was actually Fantown.
0: Yeah, trying to trying to trying to get things off on the right foot. Yeah,
1: it was good. Yeah. It's good. Needed to make an audible there. Yeah, Decided to, to go it, the right yeah, way. Yeah. It's good to know our instincts are right.
0: Omaha, Omaha, Omaha.
1: Like it. You know, I always tell people to use Uber. Use Uber. Yeah. Right. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I and constantly it's good advice. <laughs> like
0: It really is. Well,
1: the second half is the don't drink and drive part yeah. is excellent advice. Yeah. It turns out this use Uber advice that I give people might not be the greatest. OK, okay? what happened? Now, here? I will say that when I talk to women I know in my life, they're like, you know, I like I, it's admirable that you tell people not to drink and drive. You're kind of learning from your lesson, trying to, you know, pass it on to other people. I like that. Of course. They said, but as a single woman, I don't feel as safe using Uber as you do, Stansberry. And I was like, OK, you know what? I could maybe get that. Well, or they don't feel as safe being an Uber driver. I hear that from women well, too.
0: Anytime that you are going to be in an automobile, just you and another person alone with a man, I, you know, I can, I can understand, I can understand why anybody would have an issue. What was it? Two days ago, we were talking about that woman that, that raped that taxi driver via knife. So, like, anytime, oh, yeah. anytime that you are going to be in a car with somebody, it is a little bit of a, 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 um, You're vulnerable in that situation. At the end of the day, you are. You're in this small, enclosed environment. There's privacy in that environment, and who knows what's going to happen.
1: So an Uber driver who was accused of sexually assaulting one of his passengers finally turned himself in uh, yesterday. Brandon Franklin, 33, of Talmadge, is accused of sexually assaulting an intoxicated driver after giving her a ride home in Akron. The woman told police she woke up in a room to discover Franklin was sexually assaulting her. So she actually woke up through this, still saw him you know, Jeez. physically there. Jeez. Does not remember a whole lot. She was intoxicated. She remembers waking up and the Uber driver, uh, she recalls, was sexually assaulting her. She had the presence uh, to kick him out of the room. And uh, they're not identifying the victim right now. But she said the experience was traumatizing, obviously, yes, as sexual assault would be. And she says, I'm not going to use Uber anymore. Now, that I totally get. Like, when we were going to boycott because they were picking people up at airports and stuff and you didn't like the travel, event, I thought that was a little crazy. But on personal use, if you had a bad experience with something, I totally understand. It's like if somebody said to me, yeah, I got food poisoning at that restaurant, I'm never going back there, I could totally get it. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that makes all the sense in now, the world. before anybody gets angry at me, I want you to understand that I don't think food poisoning and sexual assault are the same no, thing. I'm no, I'm just no, no, trying no, no, to make no, the, no. you know what I mean? I, I understand that if you have a bad experience with a product, I'm not going to use it anymore.
0: Right, um, you know, and again, sexual
1: assault isn't a bad experience with a product. That's you know, it's something else. I get that.
0: I, 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 I think that you know, you're going to have. It's not just going to be like, well, I'm never going to use Uber anymore. I mean, honestly, this woman's trust, this woman's ability to be in any situation, ride sharing
1: at all, ride
0: sharing at all, cabs, Lyft, like, any of them. even like, I mean, <clears throat> pizza drivers, any any situation where it's you and another individual, and that happens pretty frequently in life. Like that's you know, that's uh, how it goes. Yesterday, I went to a dry clean. And I walked in there and it was just me and this woman standing there. You know what I mean? And at that point, you know, obviously I'm not not going to do anything. But if I were that type of person, like so anytime you're going to be one on one with somebody, I completely understand why this woman's going to have an issue with trust. And, 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 you know, in a car, it's obviously going to be that situation.
1: Akron police uh, signed a sexual battery warrant for Franklin's arrest Tuesday. According to Summit County court records, Franklin has multiple driving offenses that date back to 2005. He was found guilty on five cases that involve suspending his license or driving with a suspended license. Uber had this statement regarding the incident. What's been described is deeply upsetting, and as soon as we became aware, we banned this driver from the app. We have provided information to the Akron Police Department and will continue to support them throughout their investigation. An Uber spokesperson said a background check was done on Franklin, but he wasn't disqualified for driving because his suspensions, these are, again, were driving suspensions, took place beyond the company's look-back period. Okay, and let's. I mean, be real, those were twelve years ago,
0: and and let's be real. It's not like driving on a suspended license or getting a suspended license means that, like, oh well, dude, he could possibly be a rapist. You know what I mean? Like, that's a very far reach there. Where, like, I, I am a little surprised though. If you were suspended, if you, if you were, you know, ever suspended, ever suspended, I would figure Uber would be like as a driver, not as like I think you're going to be a sexual, you know, assailant. I think I think as you're a just driver, a right? Why would we want you to be driving for our company?
1: It's a fair point, but at some point, you do got to like draw the line. No. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to have anybody, right? You no, know, I mean, I, you know, I've never had my license suspended. I could, I could go all the way back. Yeah, know? but are you going to apply? Well, I guess. Yeah, you I know, know what I mean? It, it, it's weeding down the field a little too far. So I understand there being a look-back period. And I understand banning the driver right now, but this doesn't fix her now.
0: No, and no, and nothing, nothing will. But like, I guess with that, and I'm not trying to say like it's not Uber's responsibility or anything like that. But like, you know, when when Jared got busted for raping kids, it wasn't Subway's fault. No, Wha- this isn't
1: Uber's fault.
0: So, but I mean, like, <laughs>
1: but it, they will feel a negative blowback from it from rider use in Akron. I would have bet. I would imagine,
0: <laughs> and I guess Jared's. It wasn't Jared's fault because it's not like, or Subway's fault because it's not like Jared was doing that on a subway set or in a subway restaurant or anything like that. This happened in it's not his, Uber's
1: car either. Well,
0: but still, you're. It's a part of when when it's you an extension up, of that. When you sign up as an Uber driver, I'm sure there's you know they're covering your your insurance costs if something were to happen, so they've got some liability when it comes to. It's the, an extension you know, of them, yeah. So. I, <laughs> I, I, this isn't going to make me less likely to drive or to get an, a ride with Uber, but does this make me like concerned? Like, ah, oh, dude, I don't know if I'd be okay with my girlfriend
1: doing this? Of course. Of course. Yeah, as a guy who, like, hails these things, because, again, I don't want but, you drinking and driving, I got to be honest with you. If I was in a relationship right now, I think I would tell my girlfriend, not alone.
0: But why is it that why is it that you're going to say that to your girlfriend about this Uber when literally yesterday we did a story about a male taxi driver who was raped at knife point, And it's like, yeah, dude, I'll still drive.
1: I'll still ride. <sighs> that is... And we're not Let's be the- honest. Sexual assault less likely to of happen course, to a man course. than to a woman, but, so that's why. But
0: but we're not even we're not even like bringing that taxi cab company into it. That's not even a part of the equation. And now it's like Uber, 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 Uber. It's yeah, just, it's just weird as like if, if 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 a pizza delivery dude came to your house, saw that there was a woman alone, kicked the door down and, and raped her. It wouldn't be on Pizza Hut. For some reason, it is on Uber.
1: Yeah, but again. How you act and how you operate the rest of your life when an incident happens depicts whether or not people think you're guilty for it. Sure. And they've drawn sure. enough negative attention on their own. Their CEO right, is yelling right. at one of their own drivers. And so what people are going to say is, here, here we go again. This is just another run-of-the-mill. This is how Uber operates. Now, I think that's unfair, but welcome to the court of public opinion and being yeah.
0: fair. I mean, you know, there's, there's just so many examples of a terrible employee doing terrible things, and it's like, well, the company doesn't get, uh, you know, Here's Here's what I can't figure out
1: where was all this was this happening when taxi cab companies were ruling the roost had to be right, right well because be. that's my thing is had like are people just going well it's uber so i'll do it well, like that i can't understand the connection there right um maybe is it because because you're still employed by somebody still, they still know who you are right
0: yeah i mean you've still filled out the paperwork and it's not like you know i don't know why as a taxi cab driver as opposed to an uber driver you would feel more in embo- you know able to do this you know but
1: uh, listen to this i didn't know about this, there's a new female only ride service called Safe Her that will be launching nationwide in the fall. I'm being told. I guess that makes sense. I, 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 I. Oh, I can't wait for that argument. It's sexist because you all, you know what I mean? It's like that's going to be obnoxious.
0: There was, there was a, a kids thing that I can remember that we did a story on that too long yeah, ago. Yeah, that it was going to be
1: all for kids. Right. So your parents you could take could send your kids, kids there. Kids. I wouldn't I mean, be doing I, that. I guess, either. I
0: guess you're just getting into this kind of weird territory where it's like, it's just how much you trust that company and how much, you know, you feel like you're, what do I want to say? You're
1: able to. Well, which cab do I use? I mean, I was born a man, but I identify as a woman, so is it Uber or Safer that I use? Which one do I use? Right? That's going to be the next thing now. Like, it's not that it's, I mean, we just live in complicated times, man. And if everybody could just keep their goddamn hands to themselves and not assault other people and stay within the confines of being a decent human being, we wouldn't have to beat each other's throats all over this dumb stuff.
0: Um, I've uh, I've kind of flirted with the idea of becoming an Uber driver I feel like since we're so close to the airport I'm like dude it'd be easy money you have all afternoon You off. don't
1: have to do it if you don't want right, to. Right
0: and I, I really have thought about it now that I got a new car. Me too. Uh, but there has been a little bit of me that's like dude you don't want to be in a situation like this. You don't want to be in a situation where you know
1: you. you, you I, I like telling you the new story. I don't want to be in a new right. story. Right and it's
0: not saying that like hey, dude oh I'm going to go be a rapist or some woman's going to say that like I did something to her but like. No I, but there- if a
1: junkie dies in the back of your Exactly. Car or there's a million. Like, things, it's like a mess.
0: There's a million things that can go yeah. wrong in those situations, and that has been a cause of pause for me. Where I'm Absolutely. like, I don't know.
1: It's also the miles too. I just got a right. nice car. Again, right. thank you, Em Auto. I just got like a nice car, and so I'm like, Nah. I kind of want to keep things nice. Don't need the strangers in there getting their own things greasy in the backseat with their dirty mitts, trying to eat fries all drunk on the way home from wherever I'm picking them up. Nah, 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 nah. Ubers for other people. I'm happy it's out there. I like using it. But as a woman, I understand taking pause and maybe thinking. About that, win yourself a thousand dollars with Rock 1069's double payday workday 710 on The Stansbury Show 1069. Welcome back to The Stansbury Show, Rock 1069 online for you, WRQK.com, and just a few minutes away from giving you one thousand dollars with Rock 1069's double payday workday. We're doing it every single hour from six o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night, every weekday. You get a keyword 10 after every hour. You text in, you win a thousand bucks. Somebody actually Facebook messaged us the keyword yesterday. That's not gonna work. No, no, no. you got to listen to the that's thing. Not it, tells work. You, it, it tells you the it tells you the word, and then it it tells you the number that you texted to. What if I tweet it to you?
0: No, no. that's not. What, what if I said it to you on no. MySpace? No, that's not gonna work. Not gonna, yeah, no, not gonna. No. I don't even
1: remember my login. No. information. No, no, you have to text it in to win. Text to win. Text it in to win. Dedicated listener of the program, Dan Winger uh, tweets and says, "Dude, can I get an audible, uh, you know, request here?" For my birthday, since his last name is Winger, he wants to know if we'll play Winger 17. I said, no, dude, I'll give you a request. But not that one. Winger 17?
0: No. Come on.
1: No. Is today's birthday? Like I actual believe it birthday? is. He says it is. Happy birthday, Winger. Yeah, there you go, buddy.
0: Yeah.
1: But now I can't play 17 by Winger. No. That would come on. Now. What was the other one? Come on now. I mean, you can maybe get me to play the play the other one. I forget what the other one was off of Winger 2. Jesus, dude. That was a weird time in music, for sure. Yeah. And let's just make songs about banging underage chicks. Like, yeah. You know, was, dude, well, like, rock music's full of that. Like, my favorite band, Kiss. Dude, Gene Simmons wrote a song called Christine 16. Christine sure,
0: 16. She's only 17. Um, You know, there's plenty of, plenty of, plenty of examples, but at least it's not like in the 70s when Steven Tyler and David Bowie were actually banging underage chicks. Jace. Having sex with 14 year olds. Nobody cares. Oh, my gosh. David Bowie. He was such an icon, except for when he was banging children, right? Oh. That, but we're just going to overlook that, right? Oh we're no big deal, right? Oh, my God. No big deal banging a 14 year old. Steven oh Tyler God. made a Fourteen-year-old get an abortion. Made her get an abortion. Threw her birth control pills out the window and banged her out and made her get an abortion. What? And a concert for Legends, dude. I'll send you the article. I'll send you the article. What? I'll send it to you. I don't remember that, dude. I, well, I will. I, I'm telling you right now. You give me a minute with Uncle Google. I'll send it right on over to you, buddy. <laughs> go, 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 go.
1: So wait a minute. You mean to tell me, dude? He made her throw the birth control pills out? Got I don't her pregnant.
0: You. Got her pregnant. Got her an
1: abortion, dude. Telling you right why, now, man. Here's, just why would you care? Like I understand how guys like sometimes will care about not using condoms, right? Right? right. Why would you care if about making her throw her birth control? Because you're on, he wanted to get her pregnant to force an abortion. Because on
0: you're on a mountain of cocaine. It's the 1970s, and why not? And why not, right, dude? You're a uh, you're a rock and roll god. You know, everywhere you go, you're the man. I mean, are we really gonna be like, oh, dude? Why would he do that? Come on.
1: Okay. All right. I don't know if I should do this or not. No, I don't. Because I have a rock God story about somebody going way too far and doing something that was all over the news during the presidential election. All right. So, Dr. Love, Gene Simmons himself, was just here not that long ago for Comic-Con, right? Right. And I heard this story third hand. I want everybody to understand that the the person that this allegedly happened to did not tell me the story herself, but it was told to me by a mutual friend and somebody that I well, multiple people that I would believe and normally would not lie to me. Okay. 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 But apparently Jean Simmons <laughs> walked up to a woman I know and literally wait for it grabbed her by the vagina. Jeez. So as we were hearing... No, as we were hearing about it during the presidential election and everybody... We, even me, I was one of those guys I was like, dude, who actually does that, though? Who does that? Well, apparently, dude, apparently Gene Simmons did it. And here's the thing. I thought it was insane when I heard about him doing it. Let alone... You know, whatever. I'm not going into the whole Donald Trump thing, but like, it just... But when I heard it, again, knowing who it happened to, knowing the people who told me the story, these are not people who would, like, lie about things. And so when I heard it, I did believe it.
0: In 1975, Steven Tyler convinced the parents of a 14-year-old groupie, Julia Holcomb, She, their parents signed over guard, guardianship to him. To Steven Tyler. To Steven Tyler in I mean, 1975. sweet emotions good, but it's not give you my kid good. 14. 14. Jeez, dude. Jeez. <laughs> love in an elevator is so, such a good song. Oh. Concert for legends. Jesus, the guy's banging 14-year-olds. And we all just overlook it.
1: Oh my god, dude, I can't see straight <laughs> right.
0: Boy's a little worked up about that one. No, oh, David he is? Bowie's so great, David Bowie's so great, except for when he's banging kids. Here's right? the thing Whatever. that's crazy Rockstar's fine. Dude. Hot teachers fine, dude. dude. You can't have sex with children.
1: I don't understand why that's such oh a hot god. take for me. Oh my god, you're killing me, dude. God. Like this is one of the most serious subjects god. ever and you have me God,
0: well, dude, I mean, it's comical almost, dude. If this wasn't really, if this wasn't real people being victimized by by, by these
1: monsters, then it would be. comical. Yeah, this was a librarian doing what Steven Tyler was doing. Everybody's all in uproar. Right? Of
0: course, there's a nationwide manhunt going on for the dude, as there should be, as there should be. <laughs> but just because you wrote Billy Jean or, or 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 Sweet Emotion or whatever the hell songs David Bowie wrote, all of a sudden you get to do it and it's fine. Who cares? It's a hot teacher. Shouldn't have oh sex with minors. God. Don't have sex with minors. It is weird.
1: Like when you start to think back about your music collection, it's like, dude, those songs are probably about girls who were too young. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, dude of course they were. Of course they were. It's like the same thing when you go back and you watch like retro porn. You know, that one girl, I forget her name off the top of my head, who was like in it and when she was like 17, 16, 17. She wasn't supposed to be in it. And like people you shouldn't will... be watching those videos. No, dude. I you know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, do, I don't want to click that it. That is child pornography, dude.
0: That is. that, Dude, I don't care. I don't care how old she is now. I don't care if she consented to it or not at age 16. Age 16, you don't have consent, dude. You can't do it. No. <laughs> no, I stand by this
1: sign, sealed, delivered. Yeah, but apparently Gene Simmons just like. Just think- going up. Dude, like, no, like Jeez. he like duty bowling balled her, like he Jeez. just like walked up and like just gripped her by the badge. I can't God believe that it. Woman. Thank God,
0: dude. Thank God, nobody's just coming up and grabbing my junk. You know
1: what I'm saying? I never have to worry about that. I don't want to make jokes about sexual assault, but somebody touching my junk right now doesn't sound like the worst idea in the world. But I would, I would like to be able to permiss. Right. Like, dude, yes, you
0: right. no, you Gene Simmons just coming up <laughs> grabbing Stan'sbury's junk. I don't think it's gonna be a pleasure. You know most what? Experience.
1: I'd never wash it ever again. Is what would <laughs> happen. Let's give you a thousand dollars right now rock 106.9 welcome back to the ray show on rock 106.9 online for wrqk.com. i'll admit i started a little hesitating on the start there i didn't want to do it i was like you know what I, like i thought about it. i was like you know what maybe i'll revolt
0: maybe i just like no i'm not doing it this ice them with the bed for a minute dude ice the kicker it's fine yeah
1: ice the crowd now Back to the program where you can win yourself a thousand dollars. You can do that 810 on the Stansbury show. Also, if you're a Cavs fan, listen to this. We're doing a Cavs season pass. As far as they go in the postseason, you go. All the home games. If you want to win that? Just log on WRQK.com slash Cavs.
0: Hard to believe that the NBA playoffs start on Saturday. Regular season wrapped up all over. Tough coming off a championship, dude. This is the first time Northeast Isles ever had to do that. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was, uh, it was a new experience for a fan base. And you know, I, uh, I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the postseason.
1: You know what? A lot of people are ready for what is that? NFL draft. Oh yeah. A lot of people uh, pumped up about this. And now, what I'm hoping is a smokescreen. What I'm hoping is like, let's keep people in the dark about what we might do. Is the Browns organization now saying We don't know We're either going to take Miles Garrett at number one Or we're going to take Mitch Trubisky at number one Now I want to make this abundantly clear I have no clue Whether or not Mitch Trubisky will end up being a pro quarterback or a good pro quarterback franchise core. I don't know the answer to that.
0: Right, and obviously that is a a, a lot of room in between being like, well, he's a professional quarterback because Colt McCoy is a professional quarterback, and so is or so is, so is Tom Brady. So but like,
1: there's a lot of one's a franchise guy, right. one's a guy we will put in a game if need be. There's there's a lot of a lot of room very there. different. All right, and so I don't know what Mitch is, okay, but I do know I do know what I do know which is he started, what was it, 12 games, couldn't win the job the year before. So in 12 games, he went from the guy who can't win the job at North Carolina to a franchise quarterback in the NFL? I'm suspicious that in that amount of time that that did not happen.
0: Well, any... truth to, well, maybe in a professional setting and maybe in a professional style of offense and like North Carolina, not necessarily a powerhouse of a, of a football school. Maybe their coaches a little too short-sighted to see Mitch for what he really was. I, the quarterback whisperer, Hugh Jackson, can't see what he is. We'll be able to pull the potential out of him. I'm better than the coaches at North Carolina.
1: Any truth? Yes. Is it enough? I don't know. Miles Garrett seems to be the home run pick. Now, there are people, Berger uh, Carlson being one of them, who has been critical of Miles Garrett, who has said, look, when you put the stats on the screen, they look great. But when you watch him on film, the production doesn't seem to be there against top-tier opponents. Now, what I would say is, your production will go down when you face top-tier of opponents. Course, of course. Right? Of course. i
0: saying, mean, yes, obviously. I mean...
1: When LeBron plays a tougher team, my guess is... He probably has a harder time than when he plays like, you know, the easy streets.
0: Most people I will say yes, LeBron's notorious for playing down to the level of his competition. But yes, I take your you point. You take there. my point there. Of 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 course, no matter who you are, you know, you play better people, your your stats are going to go down, and I don't know if it's necessarily fair as as these guys, obviously college football is the the resume that they have. College football is the tape that we can look at, so that's really what you're going to make your decisions based on. But like you have to be able to to look at people or look at guys Guys who were either, you know, successful in quarterback or a quarterback in college, maybe unsuccessful or or whatever. And you as a coach, I think you have to be able to look at the bigger picture, not just like, well, what was their game record? What was their stats? You have to be able to say, is this somebody who I'm going to be able to make better? And that's what I think with Hugh Jackson. Does he fit the scheme? Does he fit the scheme? Does he have the potential? And the potential is far more important than to me. The potential that you see in somebody is far more important to what they've done up
1: to that moment. I would also say. And again, this is my very amateur opinion That... A defensive player like Miles Garrett could come in and make an impact immediately. Where I don't think Mitch Trubisky makes the impact at the quarterback position immediately.
0: I, I, I don't care who you bring in at quarterback; they're not going to come in and light the league on fire. Where if when you bring when you bring a defensive stud in, he's going to be able to come in and automatically impact the game. So yes, and Mitch Trubisky or any of these quarterbacks, I don't think you should put as your day one starter.
1: Right now, I've changed my opinion a couple of times on what I think the Browns were doing because guess what? Days go by, situations change, and things are fluid. Right now, if I was to guess, what it seems to me like they are trying to do is hype Trubisky to make teams go, Oh my God, maybe this is the guy then. Maybe we need to go get them. Maybe get San Fran to swap picks. You get more picks, whatever. But to me, it feels like what we're trying to do now is land Miles Garrett at one and make sure Deshaun Watson's still there at 12 and take him.
0: A little smokescreen there.
1: I think so. I think maybe. And here's the thing. If we take a quarterback at 12 and he doesn't pan out, that doesn't kill me.
0: I, 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 I like that idea coming from the Browns, the concept of like, well, you're not going to know what I do before I do it. Very Trump-esque there. You know, President Trump is, is big into that thought. Um, what I'm going to say about that is, though, is that, like, if you are another NFL franchise and you're being duped by the Cleveland Browns smoke screen of, like, oh, we're going to say we really like Mitch Trubisky and then all of a sudden every other team in the NFL is going to be clamoring for him? If you're a front office, to me, I'd be laughing at the Browns. Like, you idiots think that you're going to be Fair. able to hype Mitch Trubisky. Fair. I, uh, y- that's how you're going
1: to get one over on me? But because good teams are going to laugh at you doesn't mean you shouldn't try to do it to dupe a ba- couple of bad teams. Look at the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I'm not saying that what they've done won't work, but they hired a TV analyst to be their GM and they just and they and they have a rookie like head coach now. And I think Kyle Shanahan's probably going to be end up being a pretty good coach, but it's probably not going to be this year. So I like and honestly we, they were pointing this out on TV yesterday. Where is the Watson conversation now? He was the guy for a year, won a national championship, beat Urban Meyer, and everybody's talking Trubisky right now. And
0: that leads me to believe more into the smokescreen concept, because let's be real, nothing has happened to put Mitch Trubisky higher up on your list. Nothing. And nothing has no happened. No games have
1: happened. Right. The Combines have already happened. And All that the, the pro days. Everything's happened. Nothing has happened to make Deshaun Watson fall down your list. Didn't get a DUI or right. anything. Nothing.
0: Didn't blow out his knee skateboarding or doing right. anything like that. So like to me, it just leads more and more into like, well, the Browns don't really intend on drafting Mitch Trubisky at one. They're just doing that as a, as a lose.
1: I think they wanted to see maybe if a team would jump up and trade to try to get Trubisky with the first pick and then we would be able to, you know, acquire more picks. I don't know. Maybe that's what they were thinking.
0: Like I said, dude, I think other executives, other front offices are like, dude, are you kidding me? The Browns, you guys are trying to pull this on Yeah, but honestly,
1: man, isn't that like six other front offices and there's a lot more teams that are middle of the road are probably bad that we don't think about? The
0: Cleveland Browns are historically bad. The Cleveland Browns are one of the poorest, piss poor organizations in the history of sports. So like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, there's other teams falling on tough times right now, but the Browns are awful, have a history of making terrible decisions, and honestly, dude, as somebody who's kind of, listen... I'm still a fan of the Browns. In no, but you perverse, want them to be bad, you In some you perverse, jerk. disgusting way, I'm still a fan of the Browns. But what I enjoy about the Browns right now is
1: laughing at them. And there's a part of me that wants them to pick Michigan number one. And, 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 and have it fail. No, you know why that is? Because you're a Cavs fan, and you like the fact that the Cavs are good, and you kind of want to turn Northeast Ohio to a basketball system. I'm not hating on the
0: Indians at all. You know what I'm all saying? Right. The Browns, dude, the Browns have, since 1999, dropped the ball. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I bought in with them. I can't tell you how many times. Oh my God, dude, they drafted Trent Richardson. It's going to go really well. Oh my God, dude, they drafted it. And I I'm fell like, for oh, that one too. It's, it's, dude, it's all going to work. And I, up, fe- dude, and, and I fell for the I Alabama can't tell running you, back too. I can't tell you how many times my dad looked at me and said, dude, you're an idiot. What are you talking about? They're going to be terrible again and again and again. And dude, I, it's
1: nice to know you had one decent parent and, trying and, to tell this
0: kid that he was an idiot. And, and, and sooner or later, I was like, Okay, you know, you beat me down for long enough. And, dude, I still have Browns gear. I still watch Browns
1: games, but I I, I enjoy the comical aspect of it. Would you be all out if you weren't on the radio? Because part of why (sighs) why you check in with Browns games is because of what we do.
0: No, because I'm all out on Ohio State. I hate Ohio State. I despise Ohio State. And you would think, well, dude, you're on the radio. You need to at least pretend like you at least like them and watch them.
1: And I won't do that. So, no. Benjamin tweeting and says no one's thinking about Mahomes. He's an underrated quarterback. Well, good. If that's the case, then let's get him in the second or third round. Let's or, or deep in the first. If that's the case, I don't know about that kid either. I hear good things about him, but I don't know enough. But like, if we can get him, like, get him deeper, then I hope nobody's thinking about it. Well, with
0: any of these, whether it's Trubisky, Watson, uh, whoever this quarterback this dude just sent in is, any of these dudes. If you if you hit number one out of the park and you have the ability to do that with Miles Garrett, if you hit number one out of the park, you can take a risk on that those other doesn't picks. matter at that point. You,
1: you know, but you have a lot more wiggle room. Sixty percent of draft picks don't pan out. You
0: have a lot more room for error there. If if you if you walk away with a dude that instantly impacts the game, it's okay if you swing and miss on something else because you already got a stud on the team. The team's considerably better.
1: There are teams that are starting to worry about Miles Garrett. There are blogs that are starting to worry about. Miles Garrett, did you hear about this? Apparently there were two ESPN analysts who were critical of him at the Combine, and apparently when you read their criticisms, it's fair. It's within the bounds of football. I've not seen this. What is this? And Miles Garrett is refusing to do interviews with two ESPN uh, writers because he didn't like what they said about him at the Combine. Now again, they didn't go at him on a personal level. They went at him on pure football and what the eye tests told them. Okay. Which is in bounds.
0: It wasn't like, oh, Miles Garrett. uh, Stay away from him. It's this. It's got problems.
1: No, it's none of that. It was all like, here's the physical. Here's this. It's all on the tape stuff. It's all within bounds. And he's saying he felt like he was treated unfairly, so he's not going to grant them interviews. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on there because you're not a member of the league yet. So technically, you don't owe anybody an interview. Right. But you owe it to yourself, maybe. And one of the things that they were critical of was his toughness. And I think it's a little telling that your toughness is in question and your response to that is by not going up to the interview. You're Uh, kind of playing into you not being tough enough for the league.
0: Yeah, but I guess, you know, I, I, I guess it's not so much a question of like. Obviously the guys physically tough enough obviously the guys able to to play professional football so i think there's probably a little bit of like well i don't owe you an interview i don't owe any of you an interview as long as i take care of my media obligations through the team then like i don't owe
1: an extra interview there were you know there were people saying that this is a red flag and i don't mm-hmm. think so i mm-hmm. think 10 years ago this would have been a red flag i think this is the new athlete welcome to the new athlete and they have their own way to get their narrative out. They don't need ESPN the way they once did.
0: Well, and if you want to say this is a point of concern or a red flag, but this isn't a line in the sand. This isn't like a, well, dude, you go over this, and there's no way you're going to be a viable option. I mean, sure, it's a little concerning, but... I don't know. I think there's plenty of other things to be concerned about.
1: It's a little concerning. That's the right way to say it. But ultimately, I wouldn't allow him not wanting to talk to ESPN as a reason not to draft a transformative talent. Let's
0: just give him the it, Mitch Trubisky. It's, it's the know? new athlete. Mitch- this is,
1: this is going to be the new style. These guys have their own methods of getting their word out, their narrative out now. They've got Instagram. they got Twitter. The, the athletes we grew up idolizing, LT didn't have that. He had to go to ESPN Studios to get his story out. Miles Garrett doesn't have to do that. And these guys are starting to realize that. And they're going to look to take more of the power away from the networks. What do you think the Browns do? I think the I think the Browns are going to do exactly. I think it's one of two things. I think they're going to do exactly what I had said, which is they're going to try to get Miles Garrett at one and Deshaun Watson at number two. I'm again, Twitter saying to me that the trade talk for Jimmy G has quieted down. It's only mm-hmm. quieted down in the media. I hear conversations between Browns and Patriots executives are still happening on the daily. So I think that there are there's still interest there, and I think they have their plan going into the draft if New England won't do it. I think that's what they would like to do if New England would do it. But they're working on the plan of what do we do if Jimmy G's like officially out of the equation. And I think, again, purely speculative. I think what they're trying to do is find a way to land Garrett and Deshaun Watson at number 12. That's just what I think. More Sansbury Show, right around the corner. 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Nine. win yourself a thousand dollars with Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday. Your next opportunity, 810 on the Stansbury Show. Now, if you're like me yeah. and you hate the WWE, yeah. you may want to avoid the 8 a.m. hour. Dude, because I'm going off. Phantom's gonna go off. First part at eight o'clock about the WWE. Nice. I'm excited. I decided to give them a platform. There's a story brewing in the wwe and it seems as if they're trying the league itself the organization i should call it is trying to douse cold, it with cold water kind of pretending it's not happening so we'll let phantom get you filled in all you wrestling queers can i'll i i do not know i'll celebrate together at eight o'clock let me uh let me go put on my jean shorts real quick here so okay so you bring up the jorts okay dude you wouldn't believe how many pairs i saw yesterday okay like we talk about something and then next thing you know, you see it everywhere.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like buying a new car. It's like, oh, my God, I see that. in My car, my car, my
1: car, my car. And they were there before. You just weren't paying attention. Like, I drove by Altman. Okay. Yesterday, I was going up to Giant Eagle. Okay. That's a Bedford right there. And you kind of, like, you go sure. right by the hospital sure. at that sure. point, right? Sure. And there were plenty of people in Jorts smoking cigarettes outside. Outside the hospital. Yeah. There you go. Then dude. I went to Family Dollar <laughs> up in the Mallette Plaza up there. Right. Plenty of Jorts in there, too. Well, yeah, you can't now, be surprised. Now, no, not at all. Now, here's the thing. You got to be careful messing with the Jorts community, because here's what I noticed about dudes in George yesterday. What's that? They all seem like, they all look like street toughs. Well, yeah, they're all like they're going to stab you, essentially, yeah. is what you're saying. Well, you would, dude, when you got a dragon on your back pocket,
0: you're a badass. You would keep an eye on them if they were in your, uh, for they sure. were in your business, though. So, yeah, especially
1: right. the Jorts with, like, the loop for the hammer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, painter's yeah, Jorts. yeah, yeah.
1: Now, obviously, you Although know... Although, I did see a guy in a pair of jorts getting in an Audi A5 yesterday. I was like, bro, that's like a $70,000 car.
0: Well, you got a lot of different kinds of jorts out there in the world, dude. Is you know, Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have, you know... They were black jorts. Well, see, now you're getting into the Stone Cold Steve Austin style right there. There's a lot of different things, and they can all really be brought back to pro wrestling, I'm sure, but, like, you've so, got, you've got like, jorts that you have a dragon on them or extra size, and they're almost, they look like shants. They look like short pants. Yes. And that's one style of jorts wear. There's another style of shorts wear... The dude who takes the jeans and cuts them and that's a completely different style of jort but still it is a jorts wearer and you can lump them all in that and that sum together now there's dad jorts too there's you know there's 48 year old guys who don't know what cool is anymore and they're wearing the dude. wearing the same jorts they've been wearing for the past guys, you know 30 years chance are Capris. <laughs> That's what that is. So with all these different kinds of Jorts. They're drug dealer caprice And all these different kinds of styles, uh, you're going to judge them all differently, but at the end of the day, it's all Jorts, baby. Now, I'm judging you all equally. Okay. Less than.
1: <laughs> all the Jorts. All of them. Every single one. Like When I saw that guy getting in the Audi yesterday, I was like, what?
0: It's probably, what? Da- it's
1: probably Dad Jorts there. Now, here's the thing. He was with a young woman, and it did look like her car. He okay. was driving it, but it definitely looked like uh, that's what you—that's what you might I just—I just left my husband. This guy's the complete opposite of what my husband was. Please don't know who I am and beat me up, <laughs> like, honestly, because dude, I saw him and I was like, he did. He kind of like looked at me in the parking lot of where I was, and I was like, were you listening this morning? And you know, I was talking trash about George and I, You have him on. I think he had
0: fifty-three-year-old divorced dad right there wearing some jorts thinking he was you know, like cutting but, the
1: lawn. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. You know,
0: I mean, there's just a lot. Of- of different there's a lot of different avenues to go down there they all kind of lead to the same place
1: i'm not about the george not about that not about that life, about that right. life. can't not. be about it no. no 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 i got rid of those got rid of the uh got rid of the cargos got get, did it all did it all there a little classing things up yeah try to move forward classing things try up. to move forward there before you were 16 and had a driver's license did you ever steal your parents car no
0: no. no, no, I did not No, I knew that was oh. like, oh, because I knew that was serious. Like, dude, you are really going to get into trouble on that one. So no, I did not steal. my. Oh, yeah, we
1: cover. did this all the time. But we waited until we were like 13, 14, 15, maybe, or maybe even 16 and just didn't have the license yet or whatever it was. But we waited a little while longer. We're in East Palestine, Ohio. Apparently, a dad had worked hard, come home, went to bed. His mom, uh, wife was on the couch with the kids. She ended up falling asleep on the couch. Welcome to parenthood. It's just the way it goes. The 8-year-old then grabs the family's car keys, puts the 4-year-old sister in the car, takes her to McDonald's to get her something to eat. I heard about this story. It's terrible. uh,
0: Well, obviously, you know, it's terrible, but uh, you got to credit the kid because he, like, expertly navigated this, like knew the way to McDonald's, knew to stop at the stoplights, knew to use his turn signal, like dude was a good driver on this, so I got a little tip of the hat to him there, right?
1: I'll give him the tip of the hat for using the turn signals and the like, but for knowing exactly how to get to McDonald's, I'm kind of looking at the parents, like how many times you taking taken the kid to McDonald's? You no, know, I mean, it's probably one of those
0: things, you know, you, you drive by it on you a regular basis, yeah, and I think was, they said they said only, he only drove like two miles or something like that, but still at eight years old to not crash the car, I guess he said he learned by watching YouTube and playing video games, and I guess that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, you have at least somewhat of a knowledge of, like, okay, this is what I'm doing here.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, driving in video games has gotten to the point where you have to pay attention to it. You right. know what I mean? And it's right. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty intricate. Now, I know there was a story... And the two, there was like a two
0: year old or something that got out of the mom's apartment because she fell asleep and she's facing charges for that because their, her kid was in danger. I mean, is this like a, is this obviously it's the it's always a parent's responsibility to know where their kid is and know what their kid's doing. But is this like negligent on their behalf?
1: I mean, at that point, what you're going to ask me to do is tell parents they have to lock up their car keys if they go to bed.
0: Well,
1: I mean, right? And you have to lock up your gun before you go to bed, right? You kill somebody with a car, car just as just easily. easily.
0: I mean, if, if behind the wheel of a car, just deadly <laughs> weapon there. And I mean, let's be real, though. I mean, ah, a kid. Dude,
1: we're setting pretty harsh. Eh. A,
0: kid, a kid, a kid, you know, could go out into the world and just die and get hit by a car. It doesn't even have to be him inside of a car. It doesn't even have to be him having a gun. I mean, you go out, you're, you're a four-year-old, your eight-year-old brother opens up the door,
1: lets you out. Yeah, but at some point, are we just going to say that there are then no accidents whatsoever and now parents are responsible for everything? I I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe we could examine that, but I don't – I just – I mean, there's – you, you have a responsibility as a parent to keep a kid safe and if a kid's in a car driving around 8 years old you ain't safe. so everybody goes to bed oh, so hold on so everybody goes to bed at the same time everybody goes to sleep you're now asleep supposed to be getting your 8 hours or whatever kid wakes up in the middle of the night goes outside and like that's still on you
0: I mean it, that's exactly what happened with that woman and the 2 year old the exact same stories the kid got out of the apartment and all of a sudden one time I was living up in Michigan at this point and I was working a night show so I was getting home at like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night and I I pulled into the driveway or the parking lot of the apartment complex and there was like this kid just crying and I'm looking around and I'm like, I'm the only person here. So I'm like, dude, what happened? Like who, you know, Hey, how are you? You know, and the kids like, I walked out of my, I walked out of my house. And I don't know where my apartment is and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, well, Hey, I'll try to help you. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, but I don't want to like be alone with this kid. So I'm like, well, uh, what do I do here? And it ended up we started walking around because he didn't know which apartment was his and his parents were out looking for him and they were like, Oh my God, I can't believe you found my son. And I'm like, well, why weren't you watching him?
1: Yeah. Cause I got away from my mom at like the state fair once. I got away from my mom at like, dude. I was a uh, dude. I was on the move. Like right. you had to keep your eyes on right. me. I was steady moving. Just show me a little
0: Stansberry. Just fast as fat little fives can take. Can't me. get me to run now to <laughs> save my own fat life.
1: But as a kid, I was constantly just wearing out the soles of shoes because I was uh, dude, I right. was on the move right. And like I would walk out the front door of the house all. the uh, Dude, one time I got three streets over.
0: That's what I'm saying, dude. People were like, oh, "Dude, you can't put a leash on your kid. I'm putting a leash on my kid." And dude, leaving it on him, leaving it on.
1: him. I'm putting an electric fence out there. <laughs> you kidding me? Zap. <laughs> is a little fat ass. Absolutely. When I smell skin burning from the backyard, I know I better get out there and start parenting up. Smells like bacon. All right. Uh, so, yeah, there, there, is, there is a story brewing in the WWE. I'll turn off my headphones and let Phantom tell you all about it. Next on Rock 106.9. show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Ray Show on Rock 106.9. You're minutes away now from getting hooked up with $1,000 with Rock 1069's double payday workday every hour, ten after. We give you a keyword, you text it in, you win a thousand bucks. Before we do that, this goes against everything I believe in. Everything, everything, everything I believe in. But I understand that a lot of (laughs) you that listen to the program like the big time wrestling. I don't, but I understand that a lot of you do. So luckily for me, Fantone has got a love of the big time wrestling. Love it. There's a story brewing in the WWE, and it seems as if the organization wants to pretend it's not happening. Of course. <laughs> but it's all about not their wrestlers, but their announcers. Can you briefly, please, explain to me what the hell is happening here?
0: All right. Um, recently, probably about a year and a half, two years ago, there was a new announcer in the fold with WWE, um, a guy who'd done MMA, boxing, Mauro Ranallo is his name, okay. um, a Canadian dude, uh, very colorful, um, but a little bit... I don't know, a little bit cheesy, a little bit like slapsticky, like you know, wrestling, right? Jimmy Kimmel, you know, and 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 so um, he, you know, kind of did his thing in the WWE. He was on SmackDown Live with uh, a former wrestler, JBL. Um, and he uh, was a for, you know a color commentator as well um, okay. what 's happened essentially at this point is over the past two months, uh, Maro Ronaldo has disappeared from all things WWE and the reason why apparently is because he was being bullied in the workplace by JBL and not on air they 're not talking about like the on air stuff they 're talking about like behind the scenes and and, and, and and issues that they were having within the locker room um, this Maro Ronaldo is a big health uh, or a mental health advocate he uh, hes suffered Bipolarism throughout his entire life is very open about that and 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 so now it has turned into well there 's bullying in your in your workplace um, and the w w e has been very anti-bullying they've had they've ran a million campaigns of like hey it's john cena here and if you see bullying in your school make sure to tell an adult make right. sure to do something about it so uh, that's where it's all kind of coming into play here uh, which is, that, is like dude you need to do what you're telling everybody else uh, they need to do the hypocrisy in there of it now at the end of the day everybody in a work environment has the right to a safe work environment they do right? So I'm, they do so I'm told that's 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 what you're told. That's what you're told. So I'm told. So so with that kind of being the case, I mean... I understand. I understand. It sounds soft. It's like, first of all, dude, what are you, an adult complaining about bullying? Second of all, it's like, dude, you're in a a, a machismo based sport. You're in, a, well, not sport, but in a machismo based um, sports inter- entertainment venue. Venue, yeah. like this is this is what your your, your work environment sure. is. You know, when you work in radio, come it comes along with some like ribbing, right? You have to you have to you know kind of accept that the circumstances isn't that of a normal office place. Um, so I don't know how
1: WWE handles this. I hear. He's under contract till twenty. Till when? Like the end of this year? Or That's early, What I think they probably just hold hold off. But to when does the lawsuit come into play? To me, this feels like let me out of my contract because I want to go do something else, and so I'm trying to get out early. It feels like there's a little bit of maybe the guy's rude to him in the hallway or whatever. But let me play this up because I want away from this because well, what I'm seeing here from the outsider, I don't know anything about this. But the outsider is, you come from the Pride boxing, Showtime, yeah, UFC yeah. background, and All now. Things, yeah. You're in the WWE. Well, he's like, so- I'm willing to bet his... Like brethren in the business kind of view that as like he, a fault.
0: He started pro wrestling. That's where he kind of made oh, really? it. that's where he cut his teeth, was in pro wrestling. Okay, I he, didn't know that. He didn't do Japan pro wrestling for a while. So I don't know if it's necessarily like I don't want to do WWE anymore. I mean it's a big product. It's a big product, obviously, a big, a big, you know, platform for somebody who's trying to get their name out there. Um I, I think you do have to factor in. Obviously, this guy, you know, is very open about his mental health issues, and it's like, well, does that factor in? Is that a part of it? You know, you say this guy. As bullying you but with bipolar disease are you really a fair judge of of can what's going you, on there. Yeah, can, can you, you sep- be the one that that separates and it? And can you separate the, the wrestling like of course JBL on the broadcast is going to have to be a dick because that's his role that's his job that's like he's the heel so he's going to have to while they while they have the microphones open he's going to have to be kind of mean so is that what it is? Is, is, is is are you unable to distinguish what's real and what's fake
1: what might be happening there is a guy can't handle the jokes off the air that he can handle on it because he views like what he does on the air he's being paid for and I honestly think I think it's a little bit let me out of my contract early I'm going to make a big deal out of this you'll just agree to let me go to Make it go away. I get what I want, you get what you want, everybody wins. WWE in a weird spot. I don't know how they uh, I don't know how they uh, they walk away from this smelling, okay? I'm in a weird spot because science says that I'm going to die and I'm going to die very soon. Really? So I'll tell you that after we give you a thousand dollars right now. It's Rock Station, Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stans Ray Show, Rock 1069. If you're a Cavs fan, you can win your way into every single home game for the postseason. It's the Cavs postseason pass. We'll hook you up with it. All you need to do, go to WRQK.com slash Cavs.
0: Cavaliers, uh, you know, they they cut Larry Sanders, they made a uh, a they picked up a new player from the Raptors 905. And I'm a little bit like, well, why did you guys just do this two weeks ago? Maybe the Charge could have beat the Raptors then. You yeah, know, damn maybe right. you have hooked us up a little bit then. But I'm not going to try to get a jump up and down on the Cavaliers right now. They need all the support they can get. Is that so. that new
1: guy? Is it Eddie Tavares?
0: Yeah, and dude, that guy looks huge. He's a giant. Like I was gonna
1: say, like I'm looking at a still photo of him, but he's like got the ball in his hand. So somebody's d'ing him up, right? And he looks tall next to a tall NBA player.
0: I was gonna say, like when you know the Charge played them in the uh, in the playoffs, there Eric Morland, a huge guy, but dude, Tavares, all right, uh, just 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 dwarfed them. And uh, I, 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 like I said, you support the Cavs and whatever decisions they make here. But man, oh man, making all these moves right before the uh, right before the playoffs get started, you can tell it's like, dude, we got to do something. We're doubling down. We got to do something yeah. right now. So hopefully they're making the right moves. Let's hope. Do you have gray hair? Um, a little bit, but not much. Like, I don't notice it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's at this point in my life, I'm a little bit like, well, dude, you're 33 and you haven't started the process yet. That's you're pretty good. Probably going to be okay. Now, inevitably, everybody's going to go salt and pepper. Um, but no, I mean, I'll see one or two there. My girlfriend loves it. She's like, oh my God, I wish you had more gray hair. And I'm like,
1: well, I'm glad I don't, babe. So it, no, I really don't. I had a buddy who went gray really early like right. 17 early Jeez. and it was like a uh, really gray to the point to where he would wear a hat all the time my yeah, buddy John yeah. and it was really like it was he he was self-conscious about it of course it. he was I dude. totally get it
0: especially being that young and especially in that you know 17 so that's 25 years ago for you um you got to think like just for men wasn't like an acceptable thing to do like you know having having an issue with how you looked as a man it was probably just like yeah whatever dude and here right. you know and, and, and at least if you're going bald you can shave your head if you're going gray what are you supposed to do there right
1: so i started to go gray i think earlier than a lot of guys do i was in my late 20s probably okay. early 30s it started to happen okay and i've dated multiple women who have dead to me don't do anything about it i like it
0: yeah a lot of women and do
1: if i Cut my hair shorter, you notice it a lot less, obviously, yeah. than when you grow it out. Yeah. And if I shave, you notice it in my beard a lot less, and like that yeah. kind of my facial hair and that kind of thing a lot less, too. It, it,
0: it is a distinguished it look. It doesn't
1: bother me.
0: Right. I, I, I think, especially once you get to a certain point, maybe over the age of 30, where it's like, yeah, well, I'm getting old. Like, like when
1: I was growing up, the joke in the sitcom was the guy found a gray hair in his head and was like, oh my God, I'm getting old, my mortality, and like my life's over because my, my hair got gray. Right. Like while well, I was growing up in the 80s, right. that was like the joke on TV. I never really felt that way okay. and um, i don't it doesn 't bother me i 'm not upset about there are things that i don 't like about the, uh, my appearance, obviously, but that 's not going to be one of them okay. i i 've never really hyper uh, focused on it, but they say here that men with gray hair are linked to an increased risk of heart disease. Now, Could I just make the argument that most men don 't get gray hair till they 're fifty, and so like when you start to get gray hair then that 's when heart disease starts to set in is later in your life oh, i mean'm I'm sure i 'm sure there's there 's some sort of science behind this right? Uh, it doesn't seem like all that much. They said they, hear, uh, they they assessed how common gray hair was with patients with coronary artery disease and whether it was a risk factor. They observed 600 men, most of whom were in their 50s. The doctors uh, suspected had heart disease and had the men undergo diagnostic X-ray testing. They were then divided into groups, Phantom, depending on whether they actually had heart disease and how much gray or white hair that they had had. And they also took note of a person's traditional risk factors for heart disease as like hypertension, diabetes, smoking, family history of that. Obviously, a lot of moving pieces parts there. So what they found was people who had equal parts of their natural hair color and or white or gray had a higher risk of coronary artery disease than the counterpart, who had no or little to gray hair. That was also true independent of their age and other risk factors for heart disease. People who were diagnosed with heart disease also had a statistically significant higher likelihood of having gray or white hair than those who did not have the heart disease. So there is something here maybe. The two conditions may seem wildly unrelated, but researchers say that uh, there is a condition in which there is a buildup of fat, cholesterol, and other matter and on a person's artery walls. And graying hair have similar mechanisms as that does. So they think that there's a correlation between the two.
0: You know, obviously, there's gonna to have to be more testing. And 600 people it is not a huge sample size or anything. Nowhere like near that. enough, right? But I mean, at least this is something that you can start like looking at, I guess, from a scientific you know, uh, point there. But the thing that is is gonna kind of like frustrate me about this is, I guarantee you, right now there are dudes in their car who are like. Oh damn, dude, I've got gray hair. I better be concerned about this. Well, dude, it is the number one killer of Americans. You should just be concerned about it, gray or otherwise, dude. Once you get to a certain age, heart disease has to be a part of your like, all right,
1: I, I, I this this could kill me. So, a cardiologist at the Ohio State University says that people should not panic over their heart disease risk if they have gray hair. Mm-hmm. He says while researchers have found an association between the two, they didn't not necessarily establish that having gray hair actually causes heart disease or vice versa. Meaning, if you start to have heart disease, your hair will start to, to gray Then I don't know how true it is, but you know the joke has always been, and what my mom always would yell
0: at us is like, Pff, "I got to go buy another box of hair dye because you two brats are so bad. You're giving me gray hairs." You know that was right. always like the, my dad too. You know, and I, you yeah. know, and there was I, I don't know if stress does. It, it correlate with gray hair, but like if It's that, what we're always told. But if that were to be true, then it would make sense because, dude, you've got these gray hairs because your kids have been so bad, you're stressed out all the time, money, finances, whatever. Stress leads to heart problems. Stress leads to heart problems. Maybe that's where ah, uh, you
1: know what, that could be true. I mean, like I said, I started to gray earlier than I think a lot of men do, and I, uh, I mean, my life has been, I allow stress to affect me, right? and, and especially in my younger years, much worse than I do now, and so it, it may be how you process stress and,
0: and not to like, but. I don't let stress affect me. I'm very like, eh, whatever. I can be uh, like, I won't let things get to me. So uh, maybe that's why maybe I it is. don't. Maybe, you know, hey, dude, a two-man study we just did right here, figured out it all.
1: So I saw a TV commercial the other day uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. Am I having a Heart attack right now? Can't where, say words his face not working. But I saw a commercial the other day. Yeah. And I realized this is a turning of the page in my life. Okay. Because I I I was like interested in a TV commercial that I would have never been All interested right, old in before. All right, man stands, very. Can't wait to hear it again. And like I said, every woman I have dated says, don't do anything about this. I like it. You look, this is the way, this is how you're supposed to look. I like this. And so I've never done anything about it. And again, it doesn't necessarily bother me. Yes,
0: and I, I think there's a lot of different factors that play into that with you in particularly. I think a lot of guys, what their main problem is, is they feel like, The young bucks of today are gonna surpass them and that's why they want to continue to look young. Where you it's not in this business not necessarily the case where it's like if you're a fifty five year old guy going into the office and your boss is twenty five years younger than you.
1: Honestly, the more years you have on you, the better you will be at this than a twenty year old.
0: Right, 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 right. Where you where you know in other in other lines of work, you know, it'd be a completely different situation. The shop's about life experience. Right. It completely different situation. The
1: shop is a lot about life experience. That's for sure true. So, but I saw this commercial yeah. and it was for like graying hair and it was just like they made it sound so simple, Phantom. Right. You just use it until you don't want to ah, anymore. I've seen that commercial. And too. yeah, you just kinda like wash it in, right. and it's like if it takes care of this much, then you know what? Don't use it anymore. Go back to your regular shampoo there. And I was like, you know what? I it doesn't bother me. I don't like I'll look in the mirror and I'll see things about myself and I'm like, oh my God, I wish this wasn't true. But like my gray hair isn't one of them. But yet, when I saw the commercial, I just had to I was like, well, maybe, should I? should I be thinking about it?" I don't know. And no. like, I, I, dude, I mean, honestly, I wanted to buy it to see if it would work. Cause wh- part of the reason, too, while the, like, the whole doing something about the gray is like, I don't want it to be like this noticeable thing. Again, from like the sitcom where you come in the next day and your hair looks like grease slick. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, it doesn't need to look like a road. Well,
0: I mean, Keith Hernandez and Walt Clyde Fraser are out there and they're starting to play on your insecurities and they tell you, oh, yeah, all you gotta do is just wash it. We'll just, just wash There's it. There's like some new
1: hipster yeah. brand that I'm supposed to use I mean, that I, apparently works out
0: real good. I, uh, I, you know, I, I don't have the issue. Um, I don't know how I, de- I would deal with the issue. I feel like, yeah, I'd be fine. But, dude, as soon as, like, I look down and there's a great pube, I'm going to be upset about it. I guarantee you I will.
1: See, now, I have been lucky there. Right? No, no problem. No, I got there. him Not in the beard. Not a silver fox yet. Not got, a silver fox, though. Got him in the beard. Okay. Have him in the hair. And yet, you know, <laughs> I don't know which version that is. Yeah, no, they're uh, those are. Uh, look down there. Now we keep them. Trimmed, right? You know what right, I mean. Right, right. Like we, uh, you know, the manscaping thing kind of <laughs> happens there. But like, even still, like grown out, it's
0: got to be depressing,
1: dude. It, I, I do not. I've made the joke on the radio before. You know, as soon as I had those, I felt like my life was over. But like, technically, I don't really have that issue, so that's weird. Is it?
0: I want. I mean, I, guess, I guess like your head, uh, you know. Inevitably gets taken over by gray hair, so I have to assume your crotch will be too one day. But I do, I just don't. I do not look forward to that
1: day. I wanted, (laughs) no, No. I, I no, I wanted to, uh, but I am interested to use the shampoo. And I, but I, like I said, I don't want it to be like a noticeable thing. Like, oh my god, what did you do? You know what I mean, like how teeth whitening can go too far. Right, Sometimes right, it's like right. Jesus, what did you do to those things? Like I don't want it to be that noticeable. Should I do that? I think I think
0: with the shampoo you have an option because if you bought if you bought the Just for Men Keith Hernandez special, when you come in, I'm going to notice and I'm going to say something with this shampoo. That's why I didn't with do it. Shampoo, you might be able to play your cards right, and you know it's a it's a slow process, and you know uh, two months from now,
1: Stansbury looking young, looking looking like a young buck. We pick out Stansbury's casket <laughs> next on Rock. 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Rock 1069. Win yourself a thousand dollars, nine ten on the Sansbury Show with Rock 1069's double payday workday. Every single hour, six o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night. Ten after each hour, you get a keyword, you get money.
0: Man, we are smart, dude. When it comes down to it, man, this 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 company knows what they are doing. Giving away cash money, so it's the ultimate price.
1: I don't like giving them credit. Well, I don't want yeah, I mean, to
0: either, but I mean,
1: at this point, dude, they're giving away $1,000 every single hour. I'm not getting that. The company gets no credit for me. Jeez. The guys that created the idea of giving away money on the radio station are all dead. Yeah. It's been happening since, since, yeah. since we, we were able to broadcast. What
0: are you going to do? Put on a t-shirt with your logo on it next? You guys are crazy. Put a client's crazy. name on the back
1: of the sticker, you say, huh? Crazy stuff we're talking about here.
0: <laughs> dude, $2,000 cash money. If you gave it to me, I would take it. I'd listen to Rack 106.9 the rest of my life. Damn not worry. Probably going to do that anyway. Probably.
1: So baseball season pretty much anew now, I know yeah. we're you know we're a couple of weeks in, whatever, just had the home opener or whatever yeah,
0: yeah, and it'll be interesting to see, like I said, dude, if the Indians uh come out of the gate a little bit cold, it'll be interesting to see how the uh how the fan base of Northeast Ohio deals with
1: that. I'm hearing now that again that the league, the commissioner is the word they're using here reportedly pressuring Indians. To get rid of the Chief Wahoo logo. Uh, this is the conversation that comes up every year at the beginning uh, of baseball season. Okay? okay? Now, we had already, there was a meeting between okay. the commissioner and the Indians, and then they came out of that, and the Indians then got the all-star game. Like, Cleveland got the all-star game. And I remember saying then, gee, I wonder what that was about. And people tell me, oh, you're paranoid, you look too much into things. No, it's just because they're good. Really? Nobody knew they were good till the end of the season last year. Writing was on the wall there. Right. But now, in a statement to the New York Times, Pat Courtney, a spokesman, for Major League Baseball, said this. Manfred, the commissioner, in his talks with the Indians' owners, has made it clear his desire to transition away from the Chief Wahoo logo. They go on to say we have specific steps in an identified process and are making progress, Courtney added. We are confident that a positive resolution will be reached that will be good for the game and the club. Now, what people who are anti-Chief Wahoo are going to say is, why would the owner of the Indians drag his feet on the right thing? And what I will tell you is, it's not because... He's racist or wants to hold Indians down or anything like that. That's not what it is. What it is is he owns something. The league wants something from him, and he doesn't want to give it up for nothing. When people want something from you, you're in a position of power. At that point, at that point, it's about what will they give you for it. So why would I just give up the logo as the owner just to do it? There's no win there. There's a win in the league saying, "Well, here's what we're willing to do to make this go away." What are they going to be willing to do? I don't know, but they're asking.
0: They're not going to cut a check.
1: They're they're asking for the meetings. I don't know. You don't think we get there?
0: No, no, dude. It's MLB. It, it's 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 one team versus the versus the league. No, dude. They're not cutting them a check. They'll tell them to go f themselves. MLB like you at the end of the day yes you're the owner of this team but by owning this team you are agreeing to the terms and conditions of being an MLB owner like you still have you, they still have the power there
1: and yet they're asking yet they're pressuring they want it gone and it's not gone so if they had the all out power for something they want gone it would be gone It's what they want. They've already stated it. Nobody's trying to figure out what the MLB's motives are. Their motive is to get rid of it, and it's not there.
0: This is the first time somebody has publicly said from the MLB offices
1: that they plan to move away from this, right? No, that was said last year when they came into town to have the meeting, that that they had a desire to get rid of that logo. That's been on record. Everybody knows that's what they're in the market for, and yet it's not there. I agree that the league ultimately has more power than any one team in its league i.e. the NFL, look at that. The only place that might not be true is basketball. But in most sports leagues, yes, the league is in control. But yet they want this and can't seem to get it tomorrow. They wanted this before the start of the season, and yet there the Indians were and in the home opener, wearing the Chief Wahoo hat. And this is what the league wants. It's not necessarily what the audience wants. And again, when everybody's running around, and myself included, talking about NBA wrestling, what it's about, it's about the fan, the fan, the fan. Well, looking at Channel 3's live poll right now, 83% of Northeast Ohio wants Chief Wahoo. 83%. So if I'm a business owner, how do I look at the league? I'm supposed to look at the league and be like, I'm going to go against what 83% of what my audience wants. What do you give me? for going against what my audience is telling me that they want. Because I think he should be compensated in some way or form for that. You're asking me to do something that's going to upset the apple cart of my audience, of my fan base. Why would I do it? Just because you want me to? I think it's a
0: long game, but I, I just think it's just, well, the MLB will just continue to strong arm you. They'll just continue to do that. I don't think this turns into into a a, a check or, or any sort of... of of incentive that they're going to give you outside of like we're your boss i mean i i know that doesn't necessarily make it right but we've got we've got the upper
1: hand here the statement from the indians is commissioner rob manford and the indians owner paul dolan have an ongoing dialogue on the topic of chief wahoo since last october so again mlb's been on record We certainly understand the sensitivities of the logo, those who find it insensitive, and also those fans who have a long-standing attachment to its place in the history of the team. We fully expect to work with the commissioner throughout the remainder of the season on finding a solution that is good for the game and our organization." Again, solution. Looking forward to working with, which means what? This is a negotiation process. What do we get for giving you what you want? If it was about the league having the power, the league would be like, done. Or you're out of the league. But they obviously don't have that kind of power, or maybe more realistically, don't want to exercise said power as to freak out every other team. But 85% of the people in the listening area want Chief Wahoo on the logo.
0: Just in this Cleveland.com article, and I guess maybe this is where I got confused on this, but published a day after the Indians' home opener, the Times says this is the first time Manfred has identified having a staked-out clear position on the issue.
1: Okay, well, the Indians say they've been talking to him about it since last October, and I remember us doing the story on the news about him being in town to talk about it, and we did this. So it's not the first time. The is my pawpaw. Was it the first official meeting on said issue? Maybe I think,
0: I think it's the first time that he's come out publicly and said something. It's not that it's not it's not that this private conversation hasn't happened. This is the first time they've come out and said to the press, like MLB wants this this is what they want.
1: Okay. I guess maybe we all knew here locally what they wanted and the rest of Major League Baseball wasn't paying attention. Maybe that's what was happening.
0: I like how uh I like how a part of this has been like well the Indians have been trying to transition to the block C and okay they have but like first of all, there's still hats that have Chief Wahoo on it, and second of all, it's like every uniform has Chief Wahoo on the arm, and right. it's like that's the most predominant thing you see. Like, yeah, you see the hat sometimes, but when a batter's standing there, you don't see what's on his helmet. No, you he's got what's his on shoulder his towards the You see fright. what's on his arm, so I'm like, well, he, he, he. I mean, you put him in the most prominent spot. Like, you're not mo- trying to transition away. Being asked
1: why the Braves aren't in the same spotlight, they have been. This has been a topic of conversation for the Braves. And, and, and,
0: and a part of that is is the the...
1: People unquote freaked unquote, out about the tomahawk. Uh, the tomahawk chop. I, I, I think the,
0: I think the the quote unquote Sambo style of Chief Wahoo, like the over the topness of it, is a part of what I mean. Yeah, the Braves have the tomahawk, and they have like you know, uh, the Blackhawks have you know an Indian on their on their helmet, but it's not like some smiling red faced you know. So
1: if it was a more authentic Indian, that makes it okay. I think that's
0: why the Blackhawks, I, to me, or that's why the Blackhawks don't deal with the same problem is because it's not so. Over the top, like it's also comical. hockey
1: and a sport most people don't care about. That's part of that too. I think both exist as true. I know balls, t-
0: Florida State, they have a, they have a more authentic Native American on their on their
1: uh, on their helmet there. I don't even think that's there anyth- anymore. I think it's just the arrow now. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure they moved away from the Indian itself at all. And I think. You're starting to see that with the tribe, too. A lot of the t-shirts have like the feather, and that doesn't seem to be the problem, that, that people have a real issue with the cartoon logo of Chief Wahoo. I don't personally get it, and like I said, I've lived in an area that was wildly, that sounds bad, that sounds like I said infested. I lived in an area that was highly populated with Native Americans, and I asked them, does this bother you? I'm from this town, does this bother you? And most of them said the same thing to me. It bothers me that people think that I'm automatically going to be bothered by that because I happen to be Native American. That was the overall sentiment. I have been in opposition to removing Chief Wahoo for this. I understand that the world I live in, they're going to do it. It's going to go. It's happening. It's going to go. I'm choosing to no longer allow it to make me angry. I mean, I guess... I will say this. I will never stop
0: wearing it. Well, I, I, and that, that being the case of like, well, yeah, of course you can
1: wear the shirts that you have. And I mean, like uh, sooner or later, they're going to tell you you're not allowed to wear them into the ballpark.
0: I, 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 I guess at this point.
1: Welcome it, to it. It's going to be on our TV. You run on our TV contracts. You're not allowed to wear it to the ballpark. That's going to be totally the thing. You're not. They make you turn shirts inside out at Brown Stadium when it says F Pittsburgh on them and stuff like that. Dude, it's going to be. It's going to come that you don't think it'll get to that.
0: I'm just saying like. Obviously, logos change throughout teams, dude. It's happened a million times. The Cavs logo of my youth is not the Cavs logo of today. I don't understand. It's like, what's, what's everyone so mad about? It's like, well, dude, yeah, the Cavs changed their logo. The Browns changed their colors. The Browns, you know, teams changed their, it, it happens. And it does happen. And, like, and like, nobody lost their mind when, you know, uh, you know uh, teams changed their logos. The
1: Timberwolves just, like, put out their new, like, hey, this is the new logo. And it's like, okay. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that 85% of the people who support the team don't want it to change. So why is it so important that we do it? That's what I've never understood. The the area the audience doesn't want it so why do we do it also somebody needs to explain to me we just listed a bunch of other teams across multiple sports that all have this issue right where is the commission now to for all professional sports to sit down and examine these things and get it done in one flail like one swoop I feel
0: like you're going to have to pull a pin out of it before you can like really take it down. So, Chief Wahoo will probably be that first step of like, all right, well, we've, uh, we've 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 made progress on that and you can move on to the next issue.
1: I maintain this is true too. Had the Indians lost 150 games last year, nobody would care what the logo is.
0: Well, obviously them being on the main stage is like put more now let, let let's now we got to get
1: doing. If the Braves were the big team last year, guess what would have been happening? We'd be examining them too, which makes all of this Hypocrisy! You don't really care. You just want to take a popular thing down a peg.
0: I, I stand firm to the, the stylings of the logos are a part of the reason. Yeah,
1: but that doesn't mean it's right. Who cares? 85% of the supporting audience wants to keep it. In any other business, it would be like, that's what my audience wants, that's what I'm doing. In any other business. I just think, dude, it's time for some people to toughen up a little. You think the Dolans are looking to hold Native Americans down? Is that what you think this does? You think that logo holds people down? I don't. I think allowing yourself to fall victim to a victim's mentality holds you down more than any cartoon could. That's just me. I'm powerless to my addiction. It'll never get me to fall for that new age BS. I'm not powerless to anything. I'll conquer any damn thing struggle. I want. And more people yeah. need to look at themselves <laughs> that way and operate that way. <laughs> Toughen up. I remember the medicine man. Ten Y'all after, a you win $1,000 on Rock 106.9. Location Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. Rock 106.9, just mere minutes away from uh, hooking you up with $1,000 with Rock 106.9's double payday workday, ten after. We'll get you hooked up with that. Nice. I, uh... I was reading this article. Yeah. That uh, has been all over not really an article. It's actually like an update from Facebook and it's okay. been on like the, every time I log into Facebook it's like it's like right there before like shows me anything else in my news feed and it's these tips to spot false news. Uh, and we've kind of been running you through these over the last couple of years on the program because, yeah. you know, we kind of read articles for a living there. It says, be skeptical of headlines. Yes, if the headline's too good to be true, might be too good to be true.
0: Yeah, no, no, no matter what it is, a headline is not enough to either validate or disprove your opinion. Like, okay, I reviewed the headline? All right. right? It's something I'm interested in, something I want to find out more about. Until you get into that article, you have no way of knowing is that
1: accurate? Is its is it true? Is it, true? is it honest I mean you have zero clue this there. is always the big one for me it's like look closely at the url like the the web address to to look underneath where the headline is and you see this a lot like I saw this like fifteen times yesterday Browns and Steelers and bull you know blockbuster trade and you look at the link and it's lockerdome.com and
0: lockerdome
1: if a, if you haven't seen that anywhere else, Locker Dome didn't scoop Fox no. Sports or ESPN. <laughs> no. That didn't happen.
0: No, that would be a, uh, a big falling down on the job there of the ESPN the people of the ESPN just hit
1: share because they want this stuff to be true. Right. right, right, right.
0: And obviously it applies across a million different things. And and, and, and and no matter what it is, whether it's sports, politics, whatever it is, obviously if it's a story that's so hot and, oh my God, can you believe this? So nobody nobody else knows about this. So, this is a scoop that explains exclusively has. They say,
1: investigate the source then. So look at that URL, go there, look at some of the other things they posted, and
0: you'll realize no, this isn't right. Now, a problem with that, and and what some websites will do to counter that, is you post a hundred articles of like if not factual, at least like somewhat accurate stuff, you know, basic blah, 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 you know, uh, wallpaper, right? right? you know, and then when you click on that sensational headline, you're like, oh, well, these other articles See, all
1: run okay. Every once in a while, you'll get me with something like that because me, I sometimes will f- forget that people have empty, boring, non-existent lives and they have to do this kind of stuff to post the fake things out there so they get their attention that they so desperately desire. It's, it's big business. Dude, I mean, these people make a lot of
0: money by doing this. The ad, I, the
1: ad revenue alone. I mean, pathetic.
0: I mean, between the ad revenue and the influence that you can have on people, it's big business. It's not just like I, I know there is an element of like, dude, some some loser just in his basement, but like, it's dude, it's bigger. It's than moved that past it that. Has. It, has. it has. I hate
1: to admit it, but it totally has, and it just bothers the hell out of me that people just can. You can now be famous. You can now be successful. Just being. Uh, untruthful for the sake of doing it like there's a difference between what the onion did being the first one out versus what's happening now the onion never tried to dupe you
0: well well, recognizing and 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 understanding what satire is is different than what fake news is and i mean being inaccurate with news is different than what fake news is i mean fake news is, is is trying to deceive you intentionally it's not it's not a joke, it's not a hey we right. made a mistake or 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 this liar or this reporter was a liar or anything like that. This is intentional lies to deceive you and, and 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 you have to be
1: on your on your kind of guard about it. Yeah, it's it's really annoying. One of my least favorite things about Facebook now is like this recommendations thing, right? right? Where people ask right. for help. Right. Because and I had this happen the other day, like, all right, so I just bought a new car, again, Wake Auto. So I just bought one, right? And I love it. So I'm trying to keep it clean, trying to do that whole thing. Sure. And so I've was I asked somebody online, on Facebook, I said, I need to find who's the best brushless car wash in Canton. Get the bucket out and wash it yourself, fat ass. Dude, Uh-oh. I'm asking you Uh-oh. legitimately for your opinion. <laughs> Obviously, I know I could wash the car myself, moron. I'm asking you. All people say is, "I just want my opinion validated. Just validate my opinion, and then I ask you for it, and then you douchebags wash it yourself." <laughs> did I? You didn't think? Did you, would you think you were going to be the first person to tell me to wash it by my goddamn self? Would you think you're the first person to run up to Joey and say, "How you doing?" I mean, come on. People are asking, I hate this now. It's because nobody actually, it's like, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. And then I ask you for real advice, nothing. I hate that. Oh, God. I might have a coronary. <laughs> See stars right Holy now. crap. Give the guy a break. Holy crap. All right, I feel a little bit better. All right. Got it off the chest. Feel better? Yeah, let make somebody go. rich. Here's a 1000 bucks. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the <laughs> Sandsbury Show. Rock 1069. Online, WRQK.com. Man. Man, am I glad nobody had a little listening device into the studio during that last commercial break. Mics were off. (laughs) Because, buddy, I don't think you'd be real
0: popular right now. Nope, nope, nope.
1: Or I'd be more popular. Who knows? Let's go with more. Parents, if you're sick of the kids getting in the way of, uh, well, the business time, laying it down. Yeah. Dad, you want to get more action? Yeah. Log on to WRQK.com in the Sandsbury Show section. There's a condom company out there to help you. They've created an app that will distract your kids so you can bang it out. Jesus,
0: are yeah. parents still wearing condoms? Is that a thing? Like, once you have kids and you get married, you still have to wear condoms? That sounds awful. You know, I didn't think of that. Awful. Awful. But I'm sure there's married
1: couples out Dude, there. to tell that, people not to watch the video. Is that,
0: but is that, a, is that a thing? Like, I would... I t- Mind
1: blown to me right now.
0: Go get tested. Make sure that you know you, you, neither one of you have any any crotch critters. And at this point, you probably maybe already it's just shared them with just smart each other. like,
1: hey, have more sex. And okay. then the it's the it's the condom company's just telling All you right. to have more sex. All and so, right. like, you know what I mean? Maybe the, that's they'll get parents to like buy the you know use the app, and they'll get me to buy their condom. And so maybe that's I guess, that's I guess
0: there's is. probably plenty of women out there who are like. You know, I'm not letting that birth control mess with my hormones and we're not having another baby, so you can either put on a condom or you can, you know, Yeah. Go see your girl Jaden James or something. Well if I get to pick. Well, I mean you don't get to actually see her. You get to see a digital representation of her. Good enough. She's that's good enough parents wearing condoms if you're a parent that's wearing a condom call here right now caller
1: yeah i gotta tell you married in condoms that sounds sounds terrible sounds awful
0: because that's the whole thing is once you get into a relationship once you get into a relationship that you trust each other and right and that you have you know and that you have like a shared bank account and 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 she's your you know she's on your life life insurance Then yeah dude you, you need to actually have your genitals touch each other
1: Yes, like (laughs) actually. I like how in your world, shared bank account means vaginal wall.
0: Yes, dude, if we're putting our finances in together, I do not want, dude, that's a combination of all things there. Yeah, that's true. Like, if I
1: I won't mix my money, I'm not mixing my genitals and vice versa.
0: Certainly, and if anything, I mean, I think in my history, I've been more cautious with my bank account than I have my genitals, so like, yeah, I think once you. uh, That would literally be a coin flip for me. Once you open up that checking account together, I feel like you. You probably probably uh, drop the condoms.
1: I probably have more currency in my genital bank than I, than I do genital like currency, like I do real money. Yeah, I well. probably collected more in my genital bank. <laughs>
0: the worst collection ever we just keep creating stuff yeah, just keep saying words guys genitals how many more times are you gonna get it in today
1: <laughs> I boss feel has like, got the genital counter i, I was gonna say i feel like i'm gonna be told you know at ten fifteen. just you want to know i'll tell you how many times you said genitals <laughs> it was x amount of times yeah i could see that happening did you yeah. hear about this mtv is going to revive another tv show okay and they're bringing back Fear Factor for a new generation. Now, Fear Factor was a great show. Now, that was, if I remember correctly, was NBC, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess maybe you just buy the rights of something right. and then you own it or whatever. Oh. I don't know how that whole thing works or whatever. But I know Joe Rogan was like for a while he was the host of that, right? Yeah, and I mean,
0: you know, I think Joe Rogan what a
1: career that guy's had.
0: Uh, you you take him from you take him from the
1: the main show, radio. news radio, man- the man show, oh. stuff
0: like that. And all the way to where he is now. UFC
1: commentator. Yeah. Now he's got his own podcast. That is Hugely pretty good. Successful yeah. podcast. And it's pretty good. His podcast is good. And
0: does an ungodly amount of drugs on a regular basis. So Joe Rogan just flying in the face of everybody that tells you you can't do it, drug addicts. You hear that? Joe Rogan's out there doing it. You could be,
1: too. Does it on the show does, sometimes? Dude,
0: I, I, uh, I've, I've heard plenty of, of, of the Joe Rogan podcast where it's like, damn, dude, like you live that life. When,
1: uh, when he and Steven Crowder got into it right. about marijuana right. and it gets heated, that that was
0: actually pretty good.
1: He uh he
0: really is, I mean, you know, and, and you look at the things he was in, you know, on news radio, he was kind of a dummy. Like that was kind
1: of a part yeah. of his, of dumb his jock thing. type too.
0: Um you throw him into the world of MMA, you throw him on the man show, and even Fear Factor, the the I
1: forgot the, about his version of the man show.
0: The the gross out, like, oh my god, can you believe they're eating bugs? You'd think he was an idiot. you think he was just like, Oh, right, it's a dumb jock and we'll put him in the dumb jock role. But the dude really is smart. Joe Rogan, uh tip of the hat. Oh, to you, yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah. No, tip he, of
1: the hat. I don't know, again, not gonna agree with everybody all all times or whatever, but he's definitely, I mean, he's an outside the box thinker, but he's not dumb. I I will agree with you there. MTV going to relaunch Fear Factor. They're going to use Ludacris to be their host. Luda! Also known as Chris Bridges. Cash in Uh, a check, Luda. Hats off
0: to you, buddy.
1: But they say they're going to get away from the original format of Fear Factor. <laughs> well then why are you doing In it? In the sense that <laughs> what they're going to do is it's going to be more the like the heights and that kind of thing, less of the swallowing of bugs, eating of that kind of thing. They say they're what they're going to do is they're going to lean on urban legend. Okay. Classic, like horror movie, like setups. Okay, in the sense of could you make it through one of these types of things and that kind of thing. And yeah, I guess like the climbing of the wall and the falling in the water and like the 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 see through cages and walking over sharks and that kind of thing was big in the Fear Factor too. Because I always said about Fear Factor, and maybe this is why they're doing it, is that if you took out the you have to eat ten buckets of worms, I could do it. Like if it wasn't like if it was just all like the the because I am terrified of heights. Terrified, but at the end of the day, you're strapped in.
0: Right, NBC is not going to let you die. They're not it's gonna like let going you on, die. it's like going on a roller coaster where exactly. it's like, all right, I'm 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 heading here. So there's my fear
1: here, right? built in here, of but ultimately I'm probably going to be okay. Of course. So like I could do that as long as I didn't have to eat like, you know, chicken, raw chicken eggs or like whatever some of that stuff they they would have those gross milkshakes they make people but do. But I
0: feel like that was like a part
1: of it. It is a huge part and, of it.
0: And and was a part of what
1: kind of made it. So like I feel like to Cuz anything you watch with one eye closed and one eye open yeah, while somebody's doing yeah, it, that like, builds oh interest. God, oh
0: my god, oh my god and that's one of the things that I really remember about that show is like the gross out factor like how are you doing that I can understand if they didn't want to do that for the entire episode of like you know every single day because you do you lose you lose like uh, interest in that but I feel like to walk away from that completely is dumb I, I like the idea of Of taking stuff from movies, like oh my god, John McClane did this. Would you be able to do this too? Right. Like I think that's cool, but I think part of it has to be like oh my god, now you're in a you're in a casket filled with spiders
1: because that is a huge fear
0: for people. Right, bugs and spiders and gross stuff stuff? and yeah, dude, rats and snakes and all that. That's that's a huge part of fear.
1: Um, they say here the return of Fear Factor is also in, in keeping with the trend of reality TV revivals that has swept across cable. Uh, <sighs> oh,
0: God. And now when we're re- – dude, it was bad enough when you're rebooting stories about like Batman and Spider-Man and like, well, did you have to introduce it to a new generation? But now we're rebooting goddamn reality shows. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah. That's bad, dude. That's a bad place to be as a society.
1: It's just – you know what it is, though? And it this is what makes sports so great. Is that it's kind of must see and there's no way to replicate it. And in the sense that, yeah, there's another football game on at four o'clock, but it's the it's the sport that's popular. It's like where and it's live action and it's like what's going to happen, and there's suspense in that. Where now I don't know if this is me aging or things just getting worse. But I just spent, again yesterday, another five minutes going through my DVR set list and canceling shows that I record constantly and never watch anymore and so i i don't again i don't know if this is me getting older and so i'm just enjoying less things that are scripted that way or if scripted entertainment is just getting that much worse i suspect like most things it's probably a little column a little column b there mixing together it's becoming these things and these competition type shows are not that there's another i don't know there's like there's a voyeur aspect that comes into it and I could see, you know, live tweet this, and who do you think's going to win? And they're going to engage you in it, and that kind of stuff. I could see, like, that being the thing. But once you go back to the well so many times, eventually it's just going to be like, ugh, who can watch this
0: anymore? Right. We've seen this. We've done this. And now there's Ludacris here. <laughs> why Why? Why is this <laughs> happening? I like Luda. So do I, dude. I love Luda.
1: Probably one of the better of the 90s rappers, correct?
0: Dude, I think, you know, yes, I would definitely give Luda Move uh, Bitch was pretty uh, good. Plenty, plenty, Area plenty Coast plenty was pretty good. What's your fantasy there? Early 2000s, Luda was doing yeah, his thing. But Luda still, does the doing things. doing his thing, dude. I'd go host an MTV reality show if I were him, Yeah, too. I'd want to
1: hang out with Luda. It's better than touring with Coolio, right? Yeah, let's get Luda at Buzzman. Oh, dude, no. imagine that show. Oh, wow. What like a it. good one that I would I like be. it a lot. We'll close out the Stansbury Show. We'll do it next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Rock 1069's double payday workday happens every hour, six o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night. Your next opportunity to get one thousand dollars richer happens at ten ten with Fishhead. It's
0: a pretty safe assumption you're not going to make thousand dollars at work today. So uh, if you've got this opportunity, I would take it. Damn right. It's nice.
1: Thousand dollars a day. Be nice to make it. I spent so much money yesterday, and yeah. like not on things I wanted, just kind of had to. You know, right. I had a couple of bills. I went grocery shopping. Right. Did some, you know a couple other things? Right. And it's just like man. If I would have had $1,000, it would have made this a lot easier. I'm scrolling through feverishly here on my Twitter timeline because I saw this from a news outlet that apparently shots were fired at a Canton police officer last night around 11 o'clock. I hear he was not injured, but suspect has not been caught as of yet. He's terrible. I, uh, and I, I I can't find any more information than just that. So we'll continue to look. I, I have zero clue if they're related or not. But I heard there was a shooting at a Taco Bell last night in Canton.
0: Really? Nobody got hit, though. So I wonder if this was related. I I, I have zero clue. so But at least, dude, nobody nobody got hit in this story. Cop okay? He, they say the cop is okay. All right. CPD, get out there, bust that perp, and uh, let's make the streets a little safer, you know?
1: Dude, let me tell you. What's that? I don't think you should commit any crime. right? No, of course not. Of course not, because jail sucks. Yeah, but let me tell you, the last thing I would want was to be sought by the police for shooting at one of their own, dude. The attitude, the mentality that they're going to have—they will not rest until they catch your ass. What are you doing? You're just taking—you're just taking shots at cops, dude. I mean, that's Dumb. terrible, and
0: that's an absolute. I mean, honestly, get the book thrown at them, dude. This is, I uh, hope so. this is absolutely awful. It's the last thing we need in this city. Don't
1: want that. No, we do not. Can't have that. No, we don't. So uh, thankfully, everybody's okay. So um, we've, uh, we've put this off until the end of the program because we're just that show that doesn't like exploiting this kind of stuff. And I feel like people are so fake with this stuff about, oh, my God, this celebrity died. But Charlie Murphy has passed. Charlie Murphy. And Charlie Murphy made famous from The Chappelle Show.
0: Yeah, people wanted to point out yesterday, like the other things that Charlie Murphy did. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He did did some other things. He was in some 80s movies, some 90s movies, but like nobody knew about that. Nobody cared about
1: that. (laughs) I'm looking right here at Charlie Murphy's like IMDb account. Sure. Okay. Yeah, he was in The Cookout (laughs) 2. He was in Lottery Ticket, a movie you didn't know existed. No, I did not know that existed. He was in Franken Hood.
0: <laughs> Hell, I'd never seen Franken Hood. I've never even, I didn't even know that was a thing. He was
1: in Universal Remote. What was that? The Adam Sandler movie, or was that a Jim no? Film? That was Click. Oh, whoops! He was at Night at the Museum, but that was in two thousand six. Right,
0: and I mean, they, 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 these are all things that, like, even if he's in, it's not like he played a huge part in any of these things. The guy was just in movies. Franken Hood. I want to see that. I,
1: no, I bet you don't. I, I bet. I bet. Much like Soul Plane, you think you do. <laughs> then you put it in. And you're like, what am I doing? Let me see. We'll go more, more. Uh, we'll go a little uh, current. Meet the Blacks, 20, uh, 2016. Don't know that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the TV series. Didn't know that was a series. I just did a voice. He was in Black Dynamite. Now, again, our buddy Ricky Smith was in Black Dynamite, wrote part of Black Dynamite. So I knew about that. And I liked that show. Black Dynamite was pretty good. Um, Charlie Murphy's Law was a TV show that made it one episode. But uh, most famously known from, obviously, the Chappelle show. We have a little audio. Let's take a listen to that. <laughs> Oh, Charlie
0: Murphy I kicked the s*** out of him. <laughs> oh <laughs> mother. What you wait for, man? Get your fat ass out of here if I cut some bacon off your back. We'll gather here today to discuss my thugs are the cocky and <laughs> the stinky stinky i have a question to pose to the government <clears throat> why can't my thug float next to y'all <clears throat> our voices will be heard. you know what we gonna call this the shirts against the blouse <laughs> <laughs> well, that was when good. i said that this look came
1: on his face uh-huh. he ain't brilliant <laughs> And I'm looking back at him, thinking to myself, you know, what are you angry about? I mean, you know where you got that shirt from. And the damn show was not the men's department. I'm sorry. Charlie. Come here, darkness. Come here, darkness. Dude, the world needs Chappelle Show. Like what a good television show, but it's been gone so long now. And I'm
0: glad it died when it did, dude. The last thing I would want of to happen was a show that was that funny. And going back on it, it still holds up pretty damn well, dude. Oh pretty yeah. funny. funny. Um, the last thing I would have wanted is for that to have to have turned into beating a dead horse. For that to have been like, yeah, oh yeah, because it was that good, right? And you know, like sometimes it's just good to let things die. Like it's just good to like, hey man, you had a great was it four or five seasons. Yeah, pull just- the
1: plug on grandma, let her go. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let stuff die, you old do. hag. You do. Pulled on Jay Giles. No, cares? that's true. Yeah, honestly, that was another one. Yeah, yeah, another one this week, Jay Giles. And, you know, I didn't see the, 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 the expression for Jay Giles the way I saw it. Like, Remember when the basis of Yes died two oh, months ago? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, and I like how, remember last year, I
0: was like, oh my god, F-2016, it's so many dead celebrities. And it's like, yeah, dude,
1: as well, people, well, as people get mean, older... Bowie so, and <laughs> Prince both died that As year.
0: people get older, as you turn into an old man, you're going to die. <laughs> like, like, when you're fighting cancer for three years like Charlie Murphy was, you're going to die. When you're 71 years old like Jay Giles was, you're going
1: to yeah, die. Yeah, 71's not like, oh my god, how did this happen? Like, and... <laughs> All right, this sums up Charlie Murphy right here. I didn't know that he had cancer. I didn't know that. So that goes to show you where the lane in life Charlie Murphy was. Again, Brandon tweets in, says Charlie Murphy was also in Tower Heist. Right, okay. All right. I would have to remind people who the lead in Tower Heist was.
0: The Cookout 2 is and essentially I'm, what Tower Heist was, Yeah. Right? I'm not
1: looking at anything right now, but Tower Heist was Ben Stiller, right? Where they, sure. g- Where, uh, yeah, sure. like they all work for the guy or whatever, and then he lives in the penthouse, and they steal. Whatever. Yeah. All right. All
0: right. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Murphy, a storied
1: career. Okay. Right. Hood, and The Cookout 2. What a tragedy. Oh, my gosh. Nah, I saw dude lost. Not I, really.
0: Oh, my gosh. Personal story, Charlie Murphy. All
1: right. Yeah, Yeah, I guess his last tweet was one to sleep on. Release the past as deeply as possible. Meaning just like let go. There you go. Let go of uh, of things in the past. That's good sound advice from a guy that was probably yeah. on cancer drugs that wasn't thinking straight and you yeah. still let them at the keyboard. There's
0: a bunch of words there and go. Let
1: it go. It's probably, you know, probably on that. I'm sure the Murphy family probably, you know, beside themselves. I'm R. sorry. I'm P. sure Eddie, but like, imagine being Charlie Murphy where you're famous but your brother's like the famous one. And so no matter what interview you do, so what was it like being Eddie's brother? Better than being Frank Stallone, right? I mean, if you're going
0: to pick one, Charlie Murphy or Frank Stallone, I'm picking Charlie Murphy 10 times out of 10.
1: You're overlooking a pretty big (laughs) fact in those two scenarios. I think Frank Stallone may have had the better end of some things in life. I wonder what it is he's talking about. But like, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Ultimately, yeah, because Frank of the, because of the career, though. Ah, below the belt. I bet you want to be Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make a hybrid Stallone Murphy? I want to, but yeah, no. Charlie Murphy definitely had the better of the two career because wasn't Frank Stallone? Wasn't he like the? Wasn't he just trying to sing in the Rocky?
0: Well, for a while he was. Yeah, he uh, he had that musical career, and uh, but he was trying to be Sylvester too. He was trying to be Sly. Like he was he was was stepping into that role. So no, I'm still standing firm. I want to be Frank Stallone.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'd go Charlie Murphy there. I, uh, you know, I dude. I mean, when you get Frankenhood. On your resume. I mean, that's making it. That is. That's, that's as good as it gets. I don't know if we get a star on the Walk of Fame, but I mean Harlem, right? I mean, You know, get one down there maybe for Frankenhood. I think you probably got a good shot at it. Win yourself $1,000 with Rock 1069's Double Payday Workday. Fishhead gets you hooked up at 1010. Aside from that, we're done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 1069. Have a great day. See